I want to say this is punching down and it is an easy shot. And we usually try not to take these, but we've had them before where we're just, they're just too fun to, to turn down. And now more real fake facts from the geek out heroes. Real fake fact. President Biden has been voicing Ike from South Park forever now. I poop my pants! Nobody knew this. <laughs> <laughs> they could totally do that in South Park now. You realize that, right? Thank God. That's, that's his replacement? God, I would laugh my ass off. You stand before a door. You unlock it with the key of rational thought and common sense. Beyond it is another dimension. A dimension of lunacy, laughter, and logic. You're now moving into a land of both bullshit and fact about movies, video games, and nerd culture. You've just crossed over into the Geek Out Heroes podcast. Going into the podcast, listeners, uh, this past week, there's been a shit ton of people like we saw the so we lo- before we did the podcast last week, we all watched we all watched the the demo that they put out for Elder Scroll or, or yeah, Elder, Elden, Elden Ring. Ring, Elder Scrolls, Elden Ring. And uh, since then, there have been actually allowing content creators to play it and show off like their playthroughs and stuff like that. And that game looks really pretty, even though it's got there's some texture things that I've noticed that were old texturing and uh old geometry that I was just kind of like, eh, you could, you could smooth those out and make them look a little bit better. But overall, it looks like it's a very pretty game, a very fun game for those who are into dark souls and stuff like that. And while I sat there and said, man, I would love to play this. I instantly went, it's unplayable for me. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, that looks like a really cool and big open world. It's still dark souls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When we were watching the videos, I had a similar response. It's like, man, this looks really cool. And then they went to a boss fight and I was like, oh, yeah, that's what this is. Yeah. Like, watching seasoned players play it and the amount of times they died, I'm like, I can't get that good. The only thing that was kind of a bummer was um, the uh, one of the bosses that I saw was like the the watchdog. Uh, one that I can't, I can't remember its full name, but I sat there going, man, the movements for that were terrible. Like it's, it's honestly the worst, one of the worst designs and worst movement sets I have ever, or like uh, animation sets I've ever seen for a boss that's been created by FromSoft. And I'm like, maybe it was just fucked up. Like maybe the, the it was just not like buggy and wasn't working correctly. Um, but I watched several people play and it worked and it moved the same way. I'm like, man, that is just compared to all the other bosses I've seen them make and all the other, uh, uh, just movements and uh, fight styles that they've created for those bosses. It is easily one of the worst animated. So I just like, uh, that's it, it felt lazy, felt really half-assed looked like a, it, what's really funny. It was called the watchdog. Looked like a fucking cat with a flaming tail. I was like, okay, <laughs> watchdog. I don't think you guys know what dog means, but whatever. Do you, I feel like some of it should be kind of delayed just to try and get those kind of kinks and stuff worked out. But I don't think it's going to like I honestly like compared to the, the only people noticing it were people who aren't familiar with that unit or with with those kind of games or don't really play them. And people who were playing. It didn't seem to care. Well, so I don't know. Like personally, I feel like they should they should delay it and fix that, in my opinion, fix that one boss. But 
Well, that's one thing that I've noticed because a lot of my friends will play these games. You know, they they'll play through them on the hardest difficulty over and over and over again because they hate themselves. Um, they're more concerned with the lore and the gameplay than how the game looks. Yeah. So I'm sure the the core audience for that doesn't care as long as it plays well. Yeah. For them, it's mostly about how their combat style works and stuff like that. Yeah. Whereas we'll look at videos like that and think, Oh yeah. I mean, the game looks cool, but the textures are ugly. Yeah. So yeah, I'm sure they don't care and I'm sure they'll, they'll patch it in at some point. Yeah. But the world sure did did look cool. It looked like it was very well, you know, very much lived in by the creatures that that inhabited it. Um, The magic looked fucking badass yeah, magic magic spells and stuff like that like the the combat for that looked sick like that is so fucking cool i wasn't i wasn't considering getting it until they showed off one of the magic characters and i was like ah maybe <laughs> maybe if i can pick it up on here's the thing though you like keep year. in mind your mana bar is very tiny yeah in those games so i don't i wouldn't expect it to be much better no <laughs> but it looked cool and I'm sure listeners that you're probably yelling at this going, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You can do this, 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 this. I don't care. <laughs> is it, is it readily evident to anyone playing the game right away when they're like that those things are available? No. Why? Because in no point, at no point in the game is there actually a fucking tutorial. <laughs> the tutorials just get good scrub. Yeah. <laughs> so that's literally it. You go into a forum. How do I do this? Get good scrub. Thanks. For the combat advice, I'll work on getting good. Speaking of things that should be delayed. Our intro. <laughs> <laughs> you fucker. I, you beat me to it. <laughs> What'd you say? He's I didn't like, hear it. <laughs> you said speaking of things that should should be delayed as like our intro. Our intro? <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting. They already know who we are. We were sitting three- Okay, 300, 316 episodes, and you guys are going to give me shit for missing it once. <laughs> hey, man. They have the opening credits for the shows after five seasons. What are you doing? I'm out. We, we can't I'm out. Do, You're done. I'm we out. can't do a cold open one time. I'm off. He's just like, I'm done. Now, listeners, I should let you guys know that at this point, I had actually taken the mic and moved it away from me, and Josiah and I were having a good laugh at that. I got up, I stretched, you know, moved around a little bit, Worked it out, and then I sat back down and waited for the guys to to calm down and just decided, you know, I'm just gonna let it run, let them run with it, and let them uh, take over the show. But Josiah said it best. Uh, these are the times where we kind of wish where we actually had a camera and we were on, you know, YouTube, so you could actually see the reactions that were going on on our end. But it was all in good fun, and you know, I obviously I came back and we finished up the podcast. It was just uh, one of those things where, like, I for some reason I literally thought we had gone through the intro and I didn't even think about it. So. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, apparently I'm taking this one over. So, hey, Brian. Uh, this is Loach. They, uh, <laughs> this is Josiah. They, uh, you can't wow. even do the intros right. You guys are fucking retarded. And you're giving me crap. <laughs> I never pretended to be able to take this over. So. Oh, my cheeks hurt. <laughs> 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 so I was going to wait and have this conversation till the end. But, no, no, no. Uh, do the intro. Uh, <laughs> do the intro. <laughs> All right, Brian, you kick it off. I, I still uh, haven't done this enough to know. 300 something episodes. I, I, think, I think you're uh, second in command on this one. So Ooh. go ahead and take it.
Uh, yeah, welcome to the Geek Out Heroes. This is Loach. This is Josiah. Miles. <laughs> Fargo quit. <laughs> <laughs> he hates us all now. <laughs> oh, god damn. I was so fucking awesome. <laughs> so funny. Uh, just delayed. Just like Forza 5. <laughs> Pretty much every game that comes out nowadays. Bro, everything. Like, me and Vargo were talking about this before. Like, everything is falling apart. Everything is falling yeah. apart. Like, the tr- what is it? Uh, Vargo was looking it up. The Grand Theft Auto Definitive Edition Trilogy mm-hmm. is just fucking yeah. bug-ridden. <laughs> just Getting dogged on left and right. Too. Yeah. And uh, it's a dick move to remove the original Trilogy 2 off it, so you have to get that one. Hmm. Uh, yeah, every everything that we get that comes out, even if it has multiple delays now nowadays, even even when that comes out, it's still you know broken to shit most of the time. It's the housing market. We've said it before. <laughs> we, we, we've said it before. We'll say again. That, you know, it's a miracle when we get a game that actually functions day one and doesn't fuck off completely. Yeah, I can't even honestly remember the last time. Like, honestly, like we got a game and there was like no issues. Yeah, certainly nothing triple uh, A. I want to say maybe some... Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, yeah, I didn't really have any real issues or gripes with it at all. Spider-Man. That was those the were latest like... one. Uh, yeah, the one from Sony and yeah. Insomniac. <laughs> Had some some issues here and there. It didn't feel like it had as much polish as the first one did. Fair enough. To me. I think Ghost was <clears throat> probably the last one. But what do you think, Vargo? I told you I'm not on the podcast. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I've literally put the mic off to the side. I'm not on the podcast today. Why? Because we cracked a joke. It's like 300 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I barely know the fucking intro. Oh. Give me shit for it. Hey, hey, I didn't say I barely knew it. I guess I'm just going to have to carry the fucking team. Somebody get me a deflated football. Oh my God, Mike. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Best I can do is get you a bottle of Advil for when you're back. Miles, go get the goddamn. Go get the goddamn hammer and get me off this fucking cross. <laughs> you're gonna need a you're gonna need a pretty big fucking hammer to remove those big ass nails that are holding them up. Don't forget about don't forget about the rope. The rope is really don't forget good. about this the is rope. Good fucking rope. <laughs> oh, is that right, Rambo? <laughs> no, that was actually really funny. That was good. <laughs> Fucking prick. Hey, sometimes you just have to play with a joke and carry it through and see if it's fun. And it the was funny fun. thing is, is, I'm sitting there and I'm texting Miles. It's like, did I miss something? <laughs> like, did we not do the intro? You know, what's really funny is I also have a phone and you could have just texted me. Hey, you forgot about the intro. Yeah, asshole. No. <laughs> yeah, but then we wouldn't have gotten the joke. There you go. See, it all worked <laughs> out in the end. Listeners, thanks for listening to us. We really appreciate it. Please go on Facebook. Like us on Facebook. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> cool, I'm out. <laughs> oh. No, but what I was going to bring up with the uh, battlefield <laughs> was uh, something that should. Oh, by the way, this is Vargo. Uh, <laughs> no, what I was going to bring up with the uh, Battlefield uh, 2042 is uh, something that should be delayed, and a lot of people who are picking up the uh, early access have been bringing up is or not. They call it early access. It's really just the release. I mean, do you remember? Beta. When, yeah. Do you, do you remember when betas now? Well, do you remember when games? Okay, so games for the longest time were released on on Thursdays. Then it went to Tuesdays, and then it went to. Uh, Fridays and for some reason they now treat the Fridays that they release on as early access and have moved release dates back it's, to Tuesday. It's pre-order bait. All it is. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, that's and that's, that's really what, what it is. They're just was. like, Oh, we can just come out on Friday and tell people, Oh, you're getting early access and treat those people like, Oh, you're basically the beta testers as Loach pointed out a while back. Um, Would you like exclusive access to the beta? Yeah. Pre-order this eighty-dollar game, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, that's that's how it. <laughs> how many times we had to push? Yeah, that I mean, that's, game that's how it works, and that's what's happening with Battlefield twenty forty-two is the fact that they're saying, "Oh, you have early access," and their early access crowd have already been complaining about the fact that none of the bugs that they reported were fixed. They're still having a lot of the same issues. They're all saying it's still a lot of fun. The gaming. They don't know what, like they they don't really see any fruit of the efforts of putting in like when you put in uh bug reports for for the beta oh, and stuff like it's that it's ea it's not gonna it's, happen right yeah well it, but hold on I, I agree that i i agree it is ea ea is notorious for that shit but right now it's like everybody you're not wrong like they just nobody yeah. nobody gives a fuck anymore they just release a game we'll fix it yeah. on the way like we're i'm i'm even getting to the point where i'm tired of that like I, I, I could put up with it. Like, I know Vargo is very nitpicky with certain things, and he's got legitimate gripes about a lot of these games and everything. And, you know, I kind of just let it go. Like, all right. But I'm even starting to get to you're, the point where I'm so low. Like, the difference between sticking. the two of us is like, when it comes to a lot of stuff, you're more of the glasses half full. And on, on a lot of things, I'm the glasses half empty on a lot of stuff. Right. Absolutely. I, I'll let certain things slide, or I'll just like, okay. I'm a little bit more. You try to you try to see a lot of positivity passive about, about uh, it about stuff like yeah. you, you look for the positive stuff that that's gonna that's gonna make you want a game. Whereas I see a lot of the negative and I go well, in spite of the negative, I can still I can still play this, but there's a lot of things that need to be fixed. And oh, yeah. it, when it, listeners, the reason why I'm pointing this out is because if it gets if it's getting to the point where it's so fucking often and so fucking much that Loach is starting to go, what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> just like done. hello like we have a problem here like the i've kind of given up on it that's why i kind of just stick with mlb the show because at least I, they're consistent yeah rarely do and you have an fix issue their with shit. It? yeah they fix their shit and then they take care of their customers when their shit breaks yeah giving us free packs we don't pay for anything extra yeah i'll fucking do it all day every day man but like when something breaks with EA, it's our fault. <laughs> like, yeah, like it, every every other you guys swarm the server too yeah, much. Most of the developers don't out the there, fucking game, yeah, dude. most of the developers blame <laughs> the customers. It's fucking weird, you know. That, and that's been a trend. I mean, pretty much for years now since Ubisoft, since ever Ubisoft did it, it's like, well, like, yeah. was that the division that they did that with? Of it was your fault? Yeah. No, no, no. It, it was, was the first division. It was a. Uh, it was Assassin's Creed Unity. They were. Yeah, I thought it was the division. The first division. 
No, it was Assassin's Creed Union. Uh, Assassin's Creed Union came out before Division. Yeah, the, the Division they did it there too. Mm. <laughs> that was that was the one. That was the one where uh, they told people that with the Division, our expectations were too high. Never, never mind. Oh, yeah, never yeah, mind. The marketing it. materials literally said this you guys were going to one to one New York. <laughs> uh, which we didn't get ever. Never got that. Um, but yeah, with uh, ever since Assassin's Creed Unity, like when Ubisoft took the stance of, I never played that one. It's, I mean, the game was broken, and they blamed their customers for it. I remember, I remember Miles fucking being all sorts of pissed about it when we were at work, and we were talking about it. Yeah, that's uh, it was. It, the, it still is the most broken fucking Assassin's Creed game to date. Yeah, it was never fully fixed. <clears throat> Uh, it, I mean, you're talking about a game that was so bad they literally had to give away uh, copies of Assassin's Creed 3, which even wasn't even considered a good entry into the series because it was that bad. Like It was so bad they had to give away version, other, other games in order for, for them to make up for the shit that they did. And uh, Well, didn't they make up for it right afterwards with Black Flag? Uh, Black Flag wasn't Black was Flag next uh, before. Yeah. Was it before? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you had hmm. so the way the, the way it worked was you could I don't get know, free, man, they really so many. Yeah, you, <laughs> yeah. So when when they came out yeah. with Unity, they released or they gave a uh, after the issues that they had with the game, they gave away a copy of Assassin's Creed three. Then when they came out with the DLC that was completely broken as well. They said, OK, well, to make up for this, we're going to give away like they had to give away Assassin's Creed or Assassin's Creed three. Let me see if I'm pulling this up. Yeah, they had to give away Assassin's Creed three. And Black Flag. You had to give away two better games to make up well, for a Black shit Flag's game that you made? The, and Black Flag's like the best of both of all three of those. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, easily. So that's the, like that's I mean, thing. I like three, but yeah, that's the thing that's that's fucking crazy. And they and they had taken the stance of like they had originally taken the stance of blaming their customers for how terrible the game was. It was our fault somehow that they made a shitty game. It was around that and, same time uh, they made th- that that, that promise that they weren't going to charge for uh, story DLC, you know, story story content. And yeah, nothing co- quickly reneged on that within like a year or two. Oh yeah, I, th- I think it was a year. Yeah, because you like you you and I had immediately brought it up, <clears> and people then tried to point out on Facebook when we were when we were fucking pointing that out to oh the, when did they ever say that and you could fucking point to like dozens of articles instantly and yeah. say here 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 here's here, the here. video clip <laughs> yeah it's them literally saying they weren't going to charge you for this well I mean CD Projekt Red kind of did the same thing for a little bit well you guys wanted the game so bad we tried to get it done as fast as we could yeah they yeah, tried but I want the game to fucking work yeah, they tried to blame it on the average customer saying <laughs> oh it was you that uh you know, you guys kept wanting it more and we didn't want to delay it anymore. And uh, everybody was getting mad when we were delaying it. Okay. Yeah. It's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. People will get, people will get mad at the fact that, you know, you, tr- you, you, you misspelled something. I mean, for God's sakes, we have people getting mad if you use the wrong pronouns. N- nobody, nobody out there goes, well, I'm really looking forward to this game. Well, we're going to have to take a few more years for it. Well, then I'm just never going to buy it then. Yeah. Nobody fucking does that. Nobody does that. <laughs> Nobody. They might be upset that it's not coming out when they want it to, but they're still going to get it when it comes out. Right. Yeah. And then when that comes out, your sales are going to go through. It's called anticipation, dude. Let it 
Let it simmer. Let it, let it, let it simmer. Yeah. So this goes into like talking about broken games. This goes into this is why you play test your games and something that GTA trilogy desperately needed apparently because I don't think that it should have came out broken to begin with. Like what the fuck? That's that's what I'm saying is it should it should have been play tested. Like I don't understand how how do you have a trilogy that was that's been around that, for that has been ever. sold on yeah millions of machines have played this. And has been around forever, has been available on PC for since it's since its debut on PC. It's been around for nearly, what, 20 years almost uh, yeah. when you when you yeah, when you go to GTA three, it's 18 years. So I think you're right. Uh, so you have <laughs> you have GTA three that's been around on PC forever, has been played on countless, uh, countless amount of machines. Who knows? And has has been sold ever since and then they turn around and they say okay we're going to remove the gta trilogy so you can't buy gta 3 you can't buy vice city you can't buy san andreas anymore uh for pc you have to go with the new trilogy if you want to if you want to buy them now okay well pc crowd's gone all right well whatever uh if, if i want to go back to it I'll, I'll just buy it from you or just buy this one or or go back to my old copy who knows so they remove the old ones from the marketplace, put the thr- the trilogy up. Turns out the trilogy is fucking broken. And when I say broken listeners, the, like the animations are fucked up. There are character models that are completely just dog shit. Ugly <laughs> the fucking rain mechanic. Awful. The rain mechanic in San Andreas yeah. is so bad because it rains so heavy. You can't even see anything. It just wipes yeah, the screen out nearly. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, like, how do you fuck that up? Somebody's, <laughs> like, yeah, somebody showed a screenshot in there and their rain mechanic was broken and it was like looking at a fucking, you know, warp speed star field just going across their screen because uh, the rain had apparently malfunctioned. And it was raining, raining towards the camera. I just don't I don't uh, get it. I don't I don't fucking get it. Like, I, I that's this is yeah, this I, is the point I'm trying to make. I don't understand. How can you have something that's been around for 18 years? And then That's completely what yeah. fuck it up. <laughs> like, yeah, you, your game shouldn't have changed or didn't have to change. You just needed to update a few things. I mean, like, there's the kids fuck? who are in their mom's basement as and modding the fuck out of it. And they're doing a better job. Yeah, there are there are random typos in it for no reason. There <laughs> are uh, fucking like just like you have like a, they, there's a shot of like CJ or no, not CJ. Uh, who's uh, who's CJ's buddy in uh, San Andreas? The one with the cap. Oh, um, yeah, he's supposed to look like a easy E easy. E, yeah, basically. So I'll just I'll just go with easy. You have like the, the shot of easy E on the, the bike and his arms are all fucking like warped, noodly yeah. and warped. I was like, what the fuck is going on with this game? This Rockstar, you guys used to actually have play testers. I don't know what happened, but uh, you should have play tested a game that like you clearly came out with this going. Ah, it'll be fine. We've had it out for 18 years. It should be the same without even thinking about the fact of introducing new physics, introducing new lighting, introducing new uh, models for anything will completely fuck up your code. You didn't think about that. You've been in the industry for how fucking long? Well, I mean, someone probably at the Rockstar put the hot coffee code in there and fucked it all up, man. Right. Least amount of work for the most profit. Oh, shit. Yeah. And that's exactly it. And this, the, all this does is just point to Rockstar knowing that we we know you're being lazy. We know that you guys are in fucking development hell, quote unquote, development hell with GTA six, probably because you haven't been fucking working on it. Yeah, they're too busy focusing on online for Grand Theft Auto and online for Red Dead. 
And this proves people, that you were just doing this to placate the fans. Yeah, their fans have created more content for Grand Theft Auto than they have. Yeah. So you can't buy the old ones for PC. You can't buy the new ones uh, for anything. And uh, also, not only that, but they went after and canceled and uh, did a cease and desist orders on people who are making mods who had made mods for GTA three for vice city and San Andreas that upgraded the, the models that upgraded the games that gave it new mechanics, gave, like gave it tons of stuff and created more content for those than they had, than they had in the past. And so they went, went after those guys and gave them cease and desist. Why? So they could sell you a broken trilogy rockstar. You were coming off as the biggest assholes in development right now. You guys are being complete shitheads and the rest of the industry is seeing it. it but the rest of it, the problem is, is the rest of the industry is following it. Yeah. That I, 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 maybe not following them specifically, but they're following this trend. This it's example of, oh, we'll just fix it while it's out. It will, yeah. it, it's, it's this idea. It, it's this like, it's the ludicrous statement that you used to hear from people in uh, film industry that every fucking anybody who works in in special effects, anybody who works in editing, anything like that, music, you name it, hates hearing. We'll fix it in post. You hear that shit and you want to slap the fuck out of whoever says it. And the entire gaming industry is moving that way. We'll fix it in post. Yeah, pretty much. Like what the fuck? So, yeah, it's. uh <clears throat> It's just really, it's really disappointing. That's why I've been, I've been making that statement for the past two, three years. Rise of the Indies. Like, at yeah. least they put in the fucking work. Yeah. I mean, you look at Serenity Forge and I can't think of a game that they've put out that's been shit. That's had multiple problems or anything like that. Right. And I, I, I think the most I've ever seen is them making a statement of, hey, there's a small issue with this. We're fixing it. It'll be, it'll be. The patch will be out day one. It will fix this issue. So yeah. we're let, yeah, they're, they're letting you know if you bought the game, make sure you get the update. It's not that if you bought the game, fuck it, we'll, we'll fix it later. It's if you right. buy the game, make sure you get the update because it fixes this issue. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's a bummer, man. Like, I, I don't even know where to go anymore with it. Uh, that's why I've, I've only been really honestly playing. Um, MLB the show a lot and knowing that I'm going to get into a game where I'm just like, yeah, it's not broken. Yeah. I'm not going to have issues. I always expect server issues day one. Everybody does. And they do too. Like they're trying their hardest, but when it, the servers go haywire, <clears throat> they take care of it and they fix it. And then they reward you for sticking around saying, Hey, look, yeah. that was our fault. And they'll call themselves out on it. We should have done better. Here's, Free packs. Here's a 20 pack of cards, yeah. you know, bogged down servers aren't like, that's not the end of the world. And we all know that. Like, no, that's not like, but, that's, that's like, kind of expected for most games. Glitches, but yeah. yeah, that's the, and that's and you're exactly right. That's the problem is the fact like you, you can live with servers being down as long as the game's not solely online all the time. Right. Uh, you can live with that. As so long as you can play the game, as long as there's nothing in the game that's keeping you from playing the game or completely broken in the game. You're fine as long as there are things that aren't just blatantly over, like blatantly, you know, massive oversights like noodly arms, terrible fucking, you know, models, misspelled words on billboards, shit like that. You can overlook the fact that servers are down. 
just because you can still play the game. But when you're playing a game that is solely on your system, it's only going to be there. There's no online component at all. <laughs> and the game's work. just broken. Yeah. It still doesn't work. It's still shit. Still looks terrible. Or you can look back at a game. You can look back at the version of it, in this case, 18 years ago and go, that looks better. In some cases, 18 years ago looks better. Jesus fucking Christ. We're talking about PS2 era. And there are certain models in there that actually look better than than the new ones. Listeners, that that's fuck. That is mind boggling <laughs> to me. Oh, and my, my thing is, is why are they wasting the goddamn time on redoing this fucking trilogy? Because they don't have anything else to give us. They they like they literally do don't have any. Yeah, they literally don't have anything this else to give us. Make some money. Yeah, we we need to put out something. We need to placate fans. Uh, we know that fans have been wanting a remaster, a remake of GTA of the original GTA trilogy. So we'll just put this out with some updates and hope that that placates people. And that's enough. Uh, it's the same reason why Loach, since you weren't here last week, uh, uh, last week we found out that Red Dead Redemption for was coming out for PC finally, the original. Okay. It's been ten years. Yeah. It took them 10 years to come out with a game that should have been on PC 10 years ago. Yeah, on top of that, too, if I remember correctly, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, it's not even going to have Undead Nightmare. Listeners, I double checked on this while I was doing the editing, and that is also hearsay. Apparently, the remaster is as well hearsay, and now it's no longer just looked at as being on PC. It's also going to be coming to current gen consoles, which is kind of weird because you can still play it on current gen consoles through PlayStation now and Xbox's uh, backwards compatibility. Uh, but it's never come to PC and supposedly that's one of the platforms that it's coming to as well. And they are no longer confirming that uh, undead nightmare is going to be not included, but they're also not confirming that it will be. So it's, it's all up in the air and they're saying it's a long way out. Well, the funny thing is, is I also read that some, some modder is adding it. That wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't surprise me. And it also wouldn't surprise me if uh, Rockstar gives him a cease and desist. Because God forbid somebody actually does something with their games. Wouldn't surprise me if somebody de- if they do a cease and desist for somebody who updates all the textures that's going into Red Dead Redemption 1 on PC as well. Because everything I've read recently has said that the Red Dead Redemption version of the PC version isn't going to be an update on any way, shape, or form. It's not going to include any of the texture modeling. Again, listeners, all that was hearsay, and now they're saying that it will be a full remaster, but then they turn around and said, much like in the vein of a GTA trilogy, and we're all now seeing the fruit of that labor, but the point is just, you know, take everything with a grain of salt right now. Why, why, the, why the delay? Nobody knows, but apparently now's the time to come out with it because they have nothing else to give you, listeners. Extends their vacation of no content. Right. Right. So one of the things that was that was brought up was like, oh, uh, GTA 6 is in development hell. We talked about this a little bit last week, but GTA 6 is in development hell. And we st- we we surmise that we feel like it, they're saying it's in development hell, but they probably haven't even actually gotten started on it because they created such a big juggernaut with GTA 5. And the online. Yeah. Yeah. And they, that they can't figure out how to beat that. Yeah. yeah I'd be surprised be if they had anything assembled for it. Yeah. Aside from just uh, some assets. Yeah, that's exactly what we what we thought of last week. We were just like, man, I I can't see them making anything of it. So 
I gotta watch ask you guys this because I asked the guys fucking this, trailer right. drops. <laughs> right, we'll be. I, I would be. I, listeners, we've said this multiple times. If when we're wrong on stuff, a lot of times we are happy to be wrong because if we're happy to be wrong, that means we're happy to see the game. We're happy to see things be not shit. It's it's yeah. surprising when things aren't with th- when things aren't what we yeah, think we're of getting as what the we worst. Want. Exactly. So shoot for the curb. <laughs> so. uh I'm going to ask you guys the same question that I asked the guy or the guys here last week. Do you think it would be better for Rockstar to drop GTA six and go to a different product or project? Maybe one of the abandoned ones, maybe visit an old project like, I don't know, uh, LA Noir, something like that, and come up with a different game so they can take a rest away from GTA and come back to GTA when they have fresh new perspectives and they can create something that maybe could be as good as GTA five. Absolutely. There's no, there, there's never anything bad about expanding into different uh, franchises and titles, especially yeah, yeah. ones that you haven't touched for decades. Or genres. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing them try something like a different IP, like a different genre. Of I mean, gaming. Even even uh, Bethesda. I'm I'm glad they're coming out with Starfield. I don't even know if it's going to be any good. But it's right. at least a different <laughs> franchise, whether or not it's in a play pretty much exactly like Fallout and Elder Scrolls anyways. Just yeah, which in space. Said probably will. <laughs> well, that's that's kind of uh, a lot of the consensus I've been getting. I, I guess even Todd Howard spoke on it about about it pretty much playing uh, not the same, but having a lot of the same mechanics. I'm like, well, well I mean, that's not exactly surprising, but I'm, I'm glad thing, to see though, something that's not, you know, Fallout or Elder Scrolls. Yeah. Oh, that's also not a bad thing, though, either. It's a simple fact that you can also have something familiar, but different. Yeah. And that's and honestly, that's probably one of the best ways of doing it. If you're especially if you're going to introduce. I mean, that's that's how Rockstar games it. are. They're, yeah. they're all pretty much exactly the same. They're just kind of, you know, ways. tweaked, you know, in setting and, and a little bit of gameplay. Yeah. And but that's and but that's what makes those games juggernauts, because they're easy to pick up, especially if you played any of their other series. It's yeah. easy to pick up. You can get into it, but it's different. Mm-hmm. It's still different. Like Bully is basically high school GTA. Yeah, you know. But G- L.A. Noir is a more serious GTA. Red Dead Redemption is uh, Grand Theft Horse. Right. Exactly. So, like, the thing is, it's just like you if you keep those similar and familiar aspects, it's gonna you got to hit the right notes, but still do something different. I mean, that's yeah. why. I, and I, I mean, everybody gives The Force Awakens with Star Wars a, a lot of shit, but at the same time, you can't go help. You can't help but have those familiar feels of the mm. original Star Wars movie. Why? Because yeah. it hit the right notes. It was familiar but different. Yeah. So do the same thing with games. The problem is, is the industry is at a point where everything has to be different. Everything has to be groundbreaking. Everything has to be new. The problem is, though, is that that's killing. Everything that you're doing in production, you're wasting well, time. You're not finishing shit. And then what people really want. I don't know if it's everything has delaying. to be groundbreaking. I think it's just everything has to be the blockbuster. Yeah. But to me, that's part of also the groundbreaking. You want something to set yourself apart from everybody else. And you want to set the you want to set the new motion forward. And I feel like a lot of industries do that. I think, honestly, like. The best two games I probably played in the, I mean, it's, you know, taking away my sports games and everything like that, yeah. you know, 
the best honestly the best two games that i played in the past i want to say five years honestly would be spider-man by insomnia or insomniac and ghost those games were phenomenal hands ghost down and yeah absolutely it it felt similar. It was open world, but it was completely different in the way the game and the mechanics were. You know, I I really enjoyed it. I just want that feel of that type of adventure. The problem is, is I I think you're right when it comes to Grand Theft Auto Five. Grand Theft Auto Five set a bar that nobody's going to touch. Yeah, it's it's a juggernaut. It's and that's a prop that that's good and bad all of its all at yeah. the same time. Because now when you go back and it's been, what, uh, seven years, eight years since GTA 5? Uh, yeah, I think it's eight years now. Yeah, so now you're trying to like figure out how the hell are we going to beat that with GTA 6? What are we going to do? You know, you had the rumors yeah, they're going to go back to Vice it's, City. It's a seemingly you know, gonna... daunting, impossible task. And that's why I'm saying if they could, like, I want, I would... I would be okay. I'd rather see with, them do another IP with, and yeah, I'd, I'd rather them see them do a different, like an, either a new IP visit something, you know, visit some other franchise that they've done in the past, whether it be midnight club, whether it be bully, whether it be, you know, Eleanor something or an abandoned project that they once didn't think that they could make. And maybe they could make today and, and see what they could do from there because they've been working on GTA. They've been working on GTA five and online for so fucking long. I don't think that they know what they can do with GTA six. And I think they're kind of like, how the fuck are we going to make something that's going to beat that without realizing you don't need to beat that. You don't need to beat that. The thing, and that's what I'm saying. The similar is better too, because of the simple fact that if you go in there, what if you just make a whole continuation of the story of GTA five? Yeah. You know, but they, instead of them being in San Andreas or, uh, Los, uh, what where were they? Uh, for for five? Yeah, what was it? It was like it was L.A. Los Santos. Los Santos. Yeah. Thank you. Maybe they you put them in. What if those three are in Vice City? What if those three are in Liberty City? What if they're in a completely new area to begin with? You know, mm. continuation of the story instead of you have to switch it up with new characters and you have to have this whole new storyline. Just go focus on the storyline, but keep the same characters. You already know the characters are loved. That's probably one of the best character sets I've ever played in a game. Yeah. Their sto- each story was intriguing. You loved each one, especially when you were Trevor. You know. But the cool thing about GTA 5 is you were each pl- each character was a different aspect of the way to play the game. Yeah, I'd like to see personally I'd like to see them go back and do uh, another LA Noir and just do a different city. You know, New York Noir, Detroit Noir. You could do like Chicago Noir, like you could do these other other areas yeah. of, uh, you know, London Noir, something like do do something with that franchise and take it farther into somewhere else where you where you didn't think it could go before. Do something like that. Maybe go back, revisit Bully 2. Uh, maybe right. there was one that they were going to do that was supposed to be like a futuristic game that they had canceled that was, years back. Yeah, it was supposed to be a sci fi um, like Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Problem is, Go and those, do that. Ga- those games, those projects won't make them money for years and years and years. And on. that's and that's what I'm pointing <laughs> out is the, that's what I'm getting to is the fact of that's why I say it's it's not that it has to be groundbreaking. It's the fact that everything has to be a blockbuster. It's the problem that they had with Hollywood for the longest time of why they have no creativity in Hollywood right now has nothing to do with the fact that they have no writers, has nothing to do with the fact that they have no one with creativity. It's the fact that they don't want to produce anything 
that's considered a risk. Uh, everything has to be an instant blockbuster. That's why they keep remaking films. That's why they keep going back to things that are just tried and true because they don't, they don't want to create something new because they fear it. And that's, that's something that's plaguing a lot of industries and creativity. And now the gaming industry is in that of, we don't want to try something new. If we try something new and we fail, well, then it's not a big blockbuster. Well, it's, it's not a failure if you do it right the first time. You know, as, as, you know, as Jay has pointed out to me, to me, like, I I wish they had done it right the first time with, with some things. Well, he's not wrong in the fact of it's weird looking from the outside or from the outside looking in to see games and go, how is this a failure? How did you guys not see that this was the wrong way to go? Like you look at order 18 or 1886, uh, uh, eight. 1886 that should that should have been a no-brainer that should have been an instant blockbuster hit for PlayStation but instead they focused on ridiculous things like you know realistic modeling of of shit that you pick up and turn around like that needed to be something focused on they did things like oh well you have to walk through this entire area to get every single cutscene taken care of and by the time you're done you've just wasted 30 minutes of your fucking life that's not actual gameplay. It was a graphics then, demo because of the PS. Was and that's, PS4, and that's, right? yeah, that's exactly it. It, it was yeah. because of the PS4. It ended up becoming a graphics demo, but the thing is it wasn't even available at launch. No. And, and <laughs> those who were like, those who were looking at it were going, man, this looks amazing. And then when you play it, you're like, this is it. Like everything that I saw was, was all there was to this. You guys didn't. Yeah. And it, it really makes you wonder as a player, how the fuck did you get this far and not realize you didn't have a full game? Well, and that, and that's the thing too. It's just like when you have a lot of games that are coming out, and it, it I think it's just it's almost a little bit of jealousy too between the developers and the the companies themselves. You got to figure like what was the EA going off the map? No one wants to play single player games. Nobody likes them. God of War comes out and just obliterates yeah. everybody. Proven proven over and over again that they're over wrong, again. even with games that they release. Uh, you know, Jedi, right. uh, fucking uh, uh, Fallen, Fallen Order, Fallen Order. Fallen Order. Uh, that that game destroyed every expectation EA had yeah. literally outsold every single metric that they had set for it. Yeah. When you come back, when you look back at the past, like five, six years of games and the top three are all single player games, honestly, in my opinion. Yeah. You got a problem. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's, it's especially when you're bad mouthing it. Yeah, if you're if you're looking at it and shunning that, then yeah, you absolutely have an issue. Uh, but the thing is, with e- with EA, it's all about foot. It's all about uh, mutt. It's all about you know how right. how many card packs can we it's, sell? Because it's all about ultimate team. Yeah, because those things are making them billions of dollars a year. I mean, but listeners, just to put same, it in perspective, two well, K is the same way. Yeah, FIFA alone made them one point six billion dollars in a single year. That's more than the game made them by itself. That's more than almost every single game they sold by themselves right. combined. You take them all and combine them. That's more than they made in game sales. Well, and, so and all of it came from Ultimate Team in one. And that's just one franchise. You start putting right. the other ones together. And that's why that's why everything has to be. Everything has to be a blockbuster. You have to make all this money. So all creativity goes out the fucking window and just replicate reproduce replicate reproduce and that's it so and then but then the ones that get overlooked like mlb the show you don't have to buy packs to progress you don't have you're not forced 
you're you want to get better play the game yeah they still You'll make get better a lot cards. of money they yeah, make they a lot still of money make a still. lot of money from it but but it's not forced. mlb the show learned a long time ago though with their fans their fans are different of the fact of if they don't do something innovative if they don't do something fun or they don't they don't even improve on the game which because they had that i can't remember which release it was but they had the the year where they released basically the ML, mlb the next year came out and it was literally the same game as it was before uh, almost nothing yeah almost nothing had been improved <laughs> yeah yeah, and like 16 to 17 or something. Yeah. And fan and, and because of that fans didn't buy the game, like they found out, Oh shit, people are actually turning this game away because it's literally the same release. We found out very, very fast that our fans are not the same as FIFA fans. Our fans are not Madden fans. Our fans actually want quality and they want improvements from year to year. And even if it's like for them, even if it's like the small things, we've improved stadiums, we've improved, uh, physics we've improved like when, when they turn around and say these are the things that we're improving we're not going to change much but we're improving these things and focusing on trying to make the game even better for you more realistic fans go okay i can buy into this fifa fans are like you know you guys like we gave you grass like i remember that being a fucking yeah. like being a fucking promo for the game like we gave you realistic grass did you <laughs> that's, that's cool because Cause I like, I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but most of the time when I play the game, I can't see the grass. Yeah. <laughs> so real quick, how many years before we even hear about Grand Theft Auto six? Uh, last week. Yeah. Last week we gave it a, uh, a, I, we gave it a minimum of, of three to four Oof. minimum, minimum, minimum. Wow. That sounds fair. All right. That's fair. I mean, I'd say two, three, but yeah, I, I mean, Three to four doesn't sound bad either. Yeah, if 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 they are on track the way that I mean, you we'll, miles we'll play, it. I'll play it in my fifties. That's cool. <laughs> we we miles since miles brought up the fact that they've worked on assets and stuff like that. I am in the same boat. I don't think they've actually concentrated on really anything for the game because they can't figure out what to do. No. Yeah. yeah. I, so and if they're I'd, if they're I'd be that, amazed if they had even a storyboard, right? And if they're that if they're at that stage, then I wouldn't expect it for five to six. Well, how long did it take them to make five? It took five years to make GTA five. GTA five was in development when GTA four was in development. Right. I remember having this conversation with Josiah, though, when we were playing Grand Theft Auto online. Back in the day on the Xbox, dude, and mm -hmm. we always came into and had that conversation. We're not going to get a GTA six because of this. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we we kind of we kind of thought that in unison when they when we kept seeing the GTA Five online just updates. Up. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. update after update. And, and Josiah and I, I, Josiah and I were talking. And I remember saying, "We're not going to get a you. Know, I don't think we're going to get a, a single player DLC." And Josiah said, "I remember Josiah no. saying, God, I hope we do, but yeah, I don't. I don't think they're going to do it. I, th I think they're just going to focus on this." Especially after all the promises of single player DLC, and then they kept putting out update after yep. update, and then after I think it was like a year, we were just like, "Well, that went out the window." Yeah, and yeah. Then, uh, when Red Dead Redemption Two was announced, we we're like, "Oh, sweet. Well, at least we'll have Red Dead Redemption 2. And then we all went, "Do you think they'll do another De Undead Nightmare?" And I was like, "Oh, that'd be badass." And we were all looking forward to that. And then when they before they came out with the game, they said they were gonna that uh, that Red Dead Redemption Online was delayed, and that was when Josiah said we're not going to get a single player or we're not going to get a single player DLC. If that's what they're doing. I would like yeah. to see, Ro I would like to see rockstar bring back midnight club. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know. The last one they put out was kind of shitty. Yeah, but that really? was how long ago? Okay, that's <laughs> that's fair. I'm just saying the I, the last it's, one was. It's not like Need for Speed, so. where they just kept getting deteriorating, deteriorating, and yeah. And Are you talking stopped. about the Dubs edition? Like, I think that's what it was. The dubs. No, there was one after that. I think that was two. Uh, I think I think he's the, I think three is the the one that was that you're referring to. Yeah, I was gonna say I think it was the third. Yeah, two one. was good. Yeah, two yeah, was two awesome. Was I mean, if they did another one, I'd I'd play it, but I don't really see it happening. I'm just saying, just like, like just go, go to something Australia. else. Yeah, why why not do why not do one of the side ones like they did with the I mean shit Loach you remember this GTA London? Oh yeah, dude, I played the fucking shit. <laughs> it was it wasn't really much difference from just GTA two, but it was just so fun the fact that it was in England and you know had certain you know iconic things like the uh, the bridge in uh, in London. Yeah, which isn't Legend Bridge. I can't remember what it's called. What its actual name is? I apologize, listeners. Um. Landmarks aren't my thing, but uh, for no, what it's I, worth, I would play the absolute shit out of a GTA set in Australia. Oh yeah, oh dude, I want that oh, so yeah. bad, absolutely so bad. Dubai or Dubai? Dubai would be fucking awesome. Yeah, <laughs> Dubai would be good too. Although I'm pretty sure I would like when you get arrested, you just lose your hands. <laughs> although, although after, <laughs> as they're slapping the cuffs on you, you died. <laughs> you mysteriously died in your jail cell. God damn it! No, you actually start out as the crown prince <laughs> <laughs> and get knocked down. An oil oil baron scheme. That'd be um, fucking dope. But uh, I would play that. So you know, speaking you of get made uh, to offend somebody. <laughs> so, speaking of remasters that are coming out uh if you want to call them remasters or if you want to just call them re-releasing a game uh that's you know been forever or that's been out on every fucking system even possibly refrigerators who knows uh skyrim anniversary edition <laughs> is out and uh you can get a, if you own it on pc or if you own the uh, special edition on pc you can get a free up grade <laughs> put that in quotes <laughs> listeners uh because apparently even on the console version the anniversary edition and the special edition are literally just the same game yeah yeah and uh, it i and, and in I some, some, in some side cases side, the special edition in some cases better. the special edition actually looks better <laughs> the anniversary edition some of the foliage is like slightly randomized yeah <laughs> that's, God, that's about Bethesda. that's about it <laughs> You know what? Yeah, Fuck that, gaming. I, I'm done. I, I can't do <laughs> gaming anymore. Yeah. I, I so, looked at it just for the shits and giggles, and uh, it was, I was like, so basically what it comes down to is you're just paying for uh, what what the fuck they call it, content club or creators club? Creators club. Uh, yeah. You're you're just getting like 20 of those things for free. Well, free. Included. Included in purchase. Yeah. I still can't believe they tried that. Hey, you know those mods that are free? Mm-hmm. Pay me for them. Yeah. Yeah, well, one of them they ended up having to give away for free. That was the uh, that mod that they ended up taking and turning into an actual DLC. Oh, the uh, what was it? The house one, house building. You had to solve a. Essentially, you were trying to solve the mystery of like what took place in that area and the townspeople and why nobody can leave. All right, listeners, I had to go back and look this up because it was driving me nuts that I didn't know the name or couldn't remember the name. The mod I'm referring to is called the Forgotten City mod. It was a mod that was done by an individual who 
uh, or group that they had turned into basically a full quest. And it created something really unique and different. It was one of those instances where they actually were creating more content than, or more, I should say, more intriguing content than what was being actually implemented into the game. It should be available on the anniversary edition, but if it's not, just go back to the special edition and it should work with that because I'm pretty sure it was updated for it. Uh, that was a that was a fan made deal. That was a fan made mod, listeners. That was like full blown DLC, and that's what that's what we're referring to when you talk. We talk about like community members making things, making more things for games than developers do. That was the case where uh, Skyrim had gone stagnant, and since they weren't going to be coming out with a, a Elder Scrolls again, they were just going to be coming out with Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, a fan said, "Okay, well, I'm just going to make my own DLC." Because uh, the DLCs were they were they were decent on Skyrim. In fact, some of, some of them were really good, but uh, some of them were taking really long yeah, to come Command out. Guard was fantastic when it came out. Yeah. It just took forever. Yeah, and so like some of them were just taking really long to come out. So he was like, "Well, I'm going to make my own DLC." So he made his own DLC, and then he was like, "I'm just going to give this away and put it on a mod site." And people were downloading and going crazy over it. And Bethesda found out about it. Some of their developers downloaded it were like, "This is actually really fucking good." So they ended up putting it on their site for free as a download as part of the Creators Club uh, originally to try and entice people to use more things from Creators Club. You know, instead of copyright striking him and uh, giving him a cease and desist. And yes. And, and that's the thing is the fact is like they, that, that was back before developers started doing this whole cease and desist nonsense of like, oh, well, you're making our game better. How dare you show us up? It doesn't make us money and it makes us look bad. How dare you? Right. So, yeah, I mean, we're still talking about Skyrim. (laughs) Yeah. And that's that's and that's something that's something that like even Todd Howard had to address recently. The fact that he knows that they have taken way too long to come out with uh, Elder Scrolls six, that they have taken way too long to even start working on in Elder Scrolls. Um, And that uh, he had pointed out that uh, Fallout 76 and uh Elder Scrolls Online really kind of deviated from being able to do that. And uh, he he then turned around and said, but if it weren't for the, the success, and I put that in quotes, of Fallout 76, and then he said <laughs> the success of Elder Scrolls Online, which Elder Scrolls Online has has become successful. Well, that is one of those. 76. <laughs> that game was actually functional when it came out, so. Eh, for yep, the most part. More than but, 76 was. But the, right. the but the MMO wasn't was also being charged monthly, and then when they decided to drop that and change how they're their monetization uh, for that game, uh, it became successful because of that. Yeah. So they changed their they changed their policies on it. But he had turned turn around and said, you know, and if it weren't for Elder Scrolls Online and the the success of that and uh, Fallout seventy six, then we probably wouldn't have been able to make as Elder Scrolls six. And I said, or if you hadn't wasted all of our fucking all of your fucking time and money in making an MMO and trying to make that successful, and then making Fallout seventy six that was fucking garbage you probably would have had enough money to make two elder scrolls or like if we hadn't been bought by microsoft (laughs) right he uh but i like this this is the funny things like like i point people point out the fact like apparently people hate todd howard it's not that we hate him it's the fact that we don't trust him anymore he's lied to us too many times now for us to go oh yeah he's a great guy he still has a wonderful personality and he he is able to charismatic as fuck yeah, he's charismatic as fuck. He's like the Obama of video games. Uh, so, 
<laughs> like charismatic as hell. And you're like, I could listen Not to this wrong. guy talk all day. All right, sweet. Uh, he makes me he makes me really want to play this game. Never mind the fact that he's you know fucking speaking out you know saying one thing and speaking out of his mouth the other way. Uh, and you sit there and go, oh well, this guy's actually lying to me. That's that's the thing that you have this realization of like, oh, this person's actually not my friend. They don't really care about any any of my thoughts. They don't really care about any of any of their company or their their customers opinions. The only thing they care about is the almighty dollar, which is a realization of most companies. Listeners like that's that's something you need to realize about every company out there. They care about the almighty dollar more than your opinion. It's not that I'm mad that you lied to me. I just wish you didn't do it. Yeah, I'm not calling you a liar. I just wish you wouldn't lie. Right. <laughs> yeah, so I, I i hope starfield comes out and it's fucking good but i'm it's bethesda so it's gonna have that same that. fucking standard that i always have for any bethesda game like well hopefully it works well that's yeah. like when uh uh what's their name drop that teaser poster about the next uh um mass effect mm-hmm and i'm just there and all like yeah bioware mm-hmm. and all of there and it's sitting there it's like the guys were like all like I don't know. <laughs> yeah. For I don't us, know. For us to go from it's, being these like... massive fans of, of <laughs> Mass Effect into for 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 us to turn around and go now and go, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. We we were watching a video before the podcast started mm-hmm. and they uh they showed that art and my instant response was, Man, I hope they don't fuck this up too bad. Yeah. Not too bad. <laughs> I hope they don't fuck it up. It's no, I hope they don't all. fuck it up too bad. Too bad, yeah. yeah. Andromeda was a fucking trap. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. That was the best way I could fucking just lay it out. Like that was just yeah. honey dicked hard on that yeah. one. <laughs> I've seen I, I've seen and met, you know, trannies that I would have been I would have been completely what? okay with that experience over <laughs> with a, with how hard honey dicked i got on that like i i like i'm just saying like there there are things out there uh, that i'm like all right i i would have been farly le- or far less it'd dissatisfied be, it would have been this a more welcome this. surprise yeah yes <laughs> right. that's what i'm saying like, <laughs> I don't like, that, that's, that's how that's not how, where that's how i ridiculous thought that was gonna it, go that's that's how ridiculous it is like i, I would have been like all right i'm okay with this surprise i'm not okay with this surprise <laughs> not not where I thought that conversation was going to lead to. But all right, yeah, you got that, and you you had Anthem, which was a great idea that never poorly you know, came to fruition. Yeah, right. And uh, you know, so you know, something coming up. Oh, check out, we're going to have a another Dragon Age, and we're going to have another Mass Effect. It's like right. getting a fucking yeah. you know reading from Madame Cleo. Like you're talking to the dead. <laughs> <laughs> You can't even make predictions for yourself, but you're going to tell me how things are going to go. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So not uh, where I thought that conversation was going to go. Speaking, when I brought speaking that up. of start, but, but you know, speaking of, uh, of Starfield, since you brought that up, uh, apparently Starfield, according to, according, cause uh, listeners, according to Todd Howard, so keep that in mind is apparently completely playable now and Bull. practically, practically finished. I immediately went bullshit. Oh yeah. yeah, I did. I did the same exact thing because I, I, that was during uh, their their uh, anniversary concert or whatever for yeah. for Elder Scrolls, and uh, right. I was like, "Bullshit!" Yeah, <laughs> completely playable now, and uh, you know, is is pretty much finished. I went, "Bullshit! You are so full of shit right now. Your fucking eyes are brown." Uh, 
That being said, they did play like I think like two songs from the soundtrack, and that sounds great. Yeah, yeah, they played two songs <laughs> from the music game. from Bethesda's games have never been an issue. Yeah, maybe it's because it's really hard to find glitchy music. Josiah, <laughs> what were you gonna say before Vargo went on his tranny rant? Oh, it's not a tranny rant. It's simply a statement. I'm, I'd be oh, more tranny. Uh, there, 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 there are some out there that have been like, I'm okay with this surprise, but fucking Andromeda, that was just like, God damn. Like, I have never been. <laughs> Andromeda was not a like, bad bitch. So fucking hard. <laughs> hey, at least you didn't get like yeah. four fifths of the way through the game like I did. Yeah, there are and, some you've and, seen on Sports Illustrated covers, and you're just like, all right, that's a bad bitch. <laughs> <laughs> where are we going My, miles does exactly whatever what i'm referencing that's still it's so funny to me yeah. that's a bad right there sorry where uh, are we going I, I was just gonna say that uh todd howard just did an ama on reddit last yeah. week i think and i uh i skimmed through the thread i didn't read the whole thing but <laughs> a lot of people were bringing up why do you still keep porting Skyrim? And he's his answer was, "You guys still keep buying it." Yeah, and he's well, like, not if wrong. You guys will quit buying it. I'll quit yeah, putting you, it back did out. You, yeah, but did you see one of the? I saw the screenshot of that. Did you see one of the other responses? What was it? I've been playing Skyrim on my PC for the for for the past seven for the past seven years. I haven't bought it more than once. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, you know he went and uh, people were asking about uh, Elder Scrolls Six, and he's like, "Oh yeah, it's gonna be a couple more years." And then somebody immediately asked, "Is it gonna work or like?" Yeah. <laughs> we just—it's it, funny knowing that people. Yeah, they—they—he also made—he also put out the thing of like the oh we've we've updated the engine and done a long overdue overhaul of the creation <laughs> no engine shit. and somebody yeah and what's really what's really funny is he he said he said of of the creation engine and somebody said oh so you're not using Unreal got it so I should expect broken on day one yeah yeah oh wow we've added yeah, more because somebody brought that up and they're like so you didn't move over to unreal like you said you're just using the creation engine so yep. it's not going to work out of the box yep and then he's like no, no no we did a big overhaul and they're like you're still using creation engine so yeah. it's not going to work an overhaul yeah. you put more duct tape on it like miles said yeah <laughs> yeah you you hit some spots with some wd-40 and then but hey not supposed at to least you can look forward it. to one major thing in uh, starfield you're going to be able to choose your pronouns identify as a planet Okay, you know, I'm I'm a little bit more. <laughs> like, with my, my pro, you know, <laughs> listeners, I just want to put this out there. Uh, my name is Michael Vargo, and my pronouns are "go" and "fuck yourself." <laughs> I'm a little bit more forgiving with that kind of stuff in sci-fi. It makes sense for the setting. What go and fuck yourself? Yes. Well, I was gonna say you, you could run because <laughs> there's into more an than just humans. That has like a third gender. Or something, you, yeah, so. you could run into an alien species as a third gender. Here's the thing, though: pronouns only work. As your own pronouns. Right. That's how I'm, pronouns work. Pronouns pronouns are designed for when you say when you say pronouns, like you say, here here's my pronouns, listeners, and you say my pronouns are, I don't know, you know, Sherlock and Holmes. And uh you use <laughs> Sherlock and Holmes as your pronouns to describe other people, not how other people should describe you, because usually when people use pronouns to describe you, you're not there to hear it. Yeah. That's how pronouns work. What the fuck? Could you imagine sitting in a room with 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 like just three other people trying to do that shit? Like your pronouns are this, your pronouns are this, your pronouns are this, and trying to cater to each one of those assholes? Go fuck just, yourself. So you stop and like, no, 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 you don't understand. My pronouns for you are this motherfucker and this asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like those are my pronouns. Are you guys gonna use those? 
Like fucking Christ. <laughs> so fucking stupid. That whole the whole idea of telling people your pronouns, your pronouns only work when you're using them. They don't work for other people using them for you because you're not there to hear it. Fucking world's going crazy. You know, no one wants to stand up and go, shut the fuck up. Well, and then the people that do get called bigots. So. Yeah. Oh, you're a bigot. You're an ism. You're an ist. Fuck you. So, yeah, when uh, when I saw the whole thing of like, oh, they're going to let you choose your own or choose your own pronouns. Great. Am I going to force everybody else in the fucking game to, cho- to, to call me this now? Am I going to be that asshole of my pronouns or this? Like, did anybody else like Anderson brought this up last week? But did anybody else watch the actual Microsoft video of them introducing themselves in the most awkward fucking fashion possible? I, I made yeah. it two minutes in before I had to stop. Oh my I didn't even god! Hear about this, I didn't even know about it. Yeah, so Microsoft had this weird, like, yeah, they had a weird presentation to show off, like their new one of their new office uh, communication systems that they're doing for face camming and stuff like that for for meetings and and how to share files and everything like that. You know, basically the the latest updates yeah. that are coming to Azure. Sure. Yeah. yeah, and uh, and it, but but they have you know they have their own marketing term for it. It's it's whatever product they're 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 putting under. Right, but, but uh, Azure, Azure is the cloud. Azure is how everything runs, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you and I know that. <laughs> well, yeah, I used to work for <laughs> Yeah. You and I know that that's how they're doing it, but it's it's whatever whatever product product name they're putting it under. Anyways, they were standing there and, and they start out with, you know, I'm so-and-so. I'm a, like, they, they literally, like, I'm a Caucasian female and I go by she, her. And, like, what? They're just, yeah, they literally introduced themselves like this and kept going and Everybody was going, what the fuck is this? And then later on, it evolved into it's weirdest a meeting of all time. Yeah, <laughs> it later on evolved into like people telling telling you their hobbies. And I'm like, how is anybody? How is no one is speed dating standing around you guys with like the Jeff Goldblum face of I don't know what's happening right now? I identify as a red herring. You know, my name. My name is. <laughs> yeah. Are you, do you identify as human? No, I am a meat popsicle. So though I want that to be my pronouns, meat popsicle. Simply listeners. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a shit how you see yourself or how you see anybody else. Yeah, but I don't play pretend in real life. But but when, yeah, but when you start talking about something else and you refer to someone, a group of other people or someone else as demon, I don't know what you're saying. Yeah. I'm assuming you're just going to start an exorcism. I will refer to you as however the fuck I want. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I don't play pretend. Sorry. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so, speaking of uh, being able to choose your own pronouns, uh, Forza Horizon 5. <laughs> um, identify as a Corvette. Good. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know why there weren't the 90 other uh, fucking genders in, in, involved in that. But uh, nobody right. cares. But what made me really laugh about that was that there were more options for that than there were for voices. Right? Correct. Like... What yeah, you fuck? get choice of voice A or voice B, and they're all British. Yeah, yep. <laughs> you colonizing motherfuckers. <laughs> you know, didn't we leave to not give a shit about them anymore? I thought that was the entire point of. Well, what's really funny is the fact that Forza Horizon Four, essentially <laughs> going from Forza Horizon Four, which takes place in England, it takes the idea of you're basically taking over the same character from Forza Horizon Four yeah. into Five. Even though you can completely change yeah. your character, and mine in my case didn't even cho- didn't even bring over my actual character model because she's not available anymore from Forza Horizon Four. Miles, you, you, Miles, yours actually came over. Yours actually came over. It actually gave you your character from Forza Horizon Four. Yeah, yeah, pretty um, sure. If not, it it was damn close. 
Uh, yeah. But but I did love picking my uh, nickname in there, fellow human. Fellow human. <laughs> uh, it, and what's really funny is on my experience, it didn't even give me an option to choose what my name was. It gave me an option, but then I erased the uh, save file. Yeah. So Donovan could play the intro and everything. And uh, yeah, then it didn't give me the option. But I had. Um, I'm quite. No, it was uh, the um, Bratosaurus Rex or something like that. There was something weird. And I was like, that sounds awkward. Yeah. Let's take that. Yeah, mine was Thingamajig in the last. In the last uh, Ports of Horizon, so uh, it didn't bring over anything from Horizon Four for me. And, I didn't know uh, we could. Yeah, and and I wasn't even aware that it would. Uh, but it started out with uh, my actual name, and I was like, okay, well, that's weird. I didn't even get the option, and uh, you can change it, listeners. It's it's not like a, a set thing, but um, yeah, but it didn't stop people from getting pissed off. Yeah, it no. knows me. It knows me. Uh, it because it automatically chooses what your actual. It, it can automatically choose what your actual name is. If you uh, if you just bypass it or if it doesn't go to that screen for me, it didn't even go to the screen. So uh, people were freaking out over it. And I laughed. I, I laughed when I said it knows me. I was like, it knows who I am. Like, it's almost like it can see a computer file that has my name on it. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you go through the character creation uh, whole thing and it gives you the option of being able to choose robotics. And uh, yeah, it was uh, it was interesting, and uh, got through uh, the limited character uh, creation uh, to find out that uh, I could choose pronouns. And I was sitting there going, uh, "Why, why do I need to choose my pronouns in this?" Yeah. And uh, as far as I can tell, it hasn't made a difference, anyways. Uh, the only thing it mean, the only thing it does, it changes it on his radio when they talk about you on the radio. They say either uh, they say either he, she. Uh, you know, her, him, or they, there. They, there. Yeah, that's it. Them, them, <laughs> they, they, them, there. They are. <laughs> they, there. Not that they are. <laughs> I like that. Uh, yeah, no, and I, I think the funny thing is, is there was more review bombing because of that than anything. <laughs> Yeah, people were really upset over the uh, over the pronouns, and I just went I, like I was more confused. Like, why is this even in, like why is this even a, an issue in this in Forza? Most of the time, since right. most of the time they can they they refer like listeners. The only reason I'm bringing this because most of the time they refer to you as just superstar, right? Yeah. So, uh, or driver or driver, <laughs> yeah, and and they they don't actually say they don't even say your your name on the radio. They don't say. Uh, you know, they rarely say he or she. They just say that superstar and stuff like that. And it's, it's you're like, all right, well, cool. I'm just that person, apparently. Um, yeah, it's just, I don't know. So anyways, uh, it, it was just kind of like, and, and I get it. Like some people are just kind of like, I'm tired of, I'm tired of everything going woke. So there are a lot of people review bombing over that. I, I understand. Uh, I was more, I, like I said, I was just more confused as to why was this even an option? <laughs> in this uh to begin with so because i don't remember ever ever having i i don't remember in any forts or horizon ever having to check or like check to make sure which which uh gender i was it was just this is this is it no i mean well i mean grand scheme of things most games it's usually cut if something like that comes up it's covered under body type or voice yeah right yeah and the uh 
and then you like you said the voice options were massively limited i was very disappointed in that um yeah so i just i just found it funny that that the the pronouns out, outnumbered voice options yeah just like, okay. there are three pronouns there are two voice mm-hmm. options <laughs> i was like that that's straight virtue signaling in my book because uh you you just wanted to be included with that oh yeah but you didn't want to pay anybody else to voice yeah line. absolutely and it. the uh the the other funny part about it listeners is they're also getting review bond for not having enough pronouns yeah. <laughs> so apparently that's a thing Give them like, an inch. you know they Take yeah they they uh, evidently needed to have uh z zem zibbity bob zippity doodah <laughs> super frolicagilistic espialidocious <laughs> uh <laughs> Klaatu, Verita, Nictu. Uh, <laughs> like, apparently all, all of them need to be included in... Uh, they, they just need to have that longer <clears throat> list of bullshit. Um, I mean, could you imagine that in the future? Like, you're, you're having to have all these ridiculous pronouns that people keep making up and putting shit in. And yes, listeners, they're making up. I'm, I'm not playing language for the insane. Uh, as a result, you have now what would be thousands of pages of dialogue have now turned into tens of thousands of pages of dialogue that have to include every single pronoun for voice actors. If I were a voice actor on a project like that, I'd quit. You couldn't pay me enough to do that over and over and over again. Getting on to uh, the actual review in the game for Forza Horizon 5. Uh, Forza Horizon 5, in my opinion, is a shell of a greater game. And listeners, I would not recommend it to anyone to buy. Uh, If you have Game Pass and it's, you know, it's included in service, go ahead and get it. If you are looking at getting Game Pass for it, don't do it. Uh, They are still needing to issue a hotfix for a lot of it. And they have a ton of issues on PC, uh, a little more so than console. Um, I will say that when it is running, it is running very well. And uh, when it's not, it's very evident. So when we started up listeners, we had early access and this is when we become the beta testers while they try to figure out what they need to do before launch. And because of that, we ended up having a lot of server issues. And while Loach said server issues can be understandable and we can move around that, it lasted for days. Yeah. And it lasted into... Yeah, we, we couldn't even get into a race together for two, yeah. two three, three days. days. And uh, it, Roughly, yeah. it still had connectivity issues going into launch. And uh, that's expected because yeah, of the amount of people just, coming in. But uh, yeah, even as recently as yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> but but they, the continuation of those issues is a problem. And that needs to be... That kind of needs to be remedied. It kind of makes it hard for us to play in a game that very much encourages uh, convoys, very much encourages uh, team play and uh, playing with your friends. And it's something that originally I will point out with Forza Horizon 4, I was a little wary of, and it turned into one of the best features uh, as part of the game of being able to, you know, jump in and out of convoys and have fun or sorry, not Forza Horizon 4, uh, Forza Horizon 3. Um, And then in in 3, it was one of the best features ever. I mean, we played the shit out of 3 and 4. Mm-hmm. Easily, yeah. Uh, and I can confirm that, listeners, because without rose tinted glasses, because I went and actually played Forza Horizon one, two, three, and four yesterday. 
uh, just to make sure that I wasn't out of my mind and that this was not, or, and to make sure that this was actually the worst in the franchise. And uh, Forza Horizon 5 is easily the worst in the franchise. And I don't say that lightly because I am a big Forza, like just a big Forza fan. Um, but I went back and played Forza Horizon 1, which while the environments are, it's it's not super diverse. Granted, it takes place in Colorado. The map is tiny in comparison to any of them. The weird thing is that when you're you're playing it, you feel like it's still it's still entertaining. There are things that you can absolutely say, okay, this this gets this gets better as you go along, and you can see that throughout the games. Like as you go from one to, if you didn't see improvements and you didn't feel improvements while you were driving, that's an issue. That means that there's something drastically wrong in the game. But you definitely see improvements. One of them being, uh, you know, guardrails and fences and stuff. And Forza Horizon One, you, there were fucking brick walls. Like there was no getting past them. Your car was going to wreck if you touched something offside, like off of the track grass and the smallest bumps in the world would launch your car in the air. Guardrails in Mexico are apparently made of wet cracker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's that, dissol- it's that dissolvable metal that uh, they used in red notice from the Coke. Like you just, you know, pour Coca-Cola on it and it just turns into <laughs> shit. We'll get into that later. Yeah. I mean, it's, there are certain things in it that you go, okay, well this, this gets better as you go along, but there are other things that you sit there and you go, okay, it's it's not good when Forza Horizon One did it better, does it better than Forza Horizon Five? And I can use a easy example, and that's Bard, that's Barn Finds. Um, now, granted, a lot of the times with with Bard Finds, it's just they they try to choose classic cars that people have heard of or that are impossible to get a hold of today. Uh, that would be almost impossible for you to find. And if you actually found a Barn Find of these cars, you would be you know, sitting on a gold mine, uh, essentially for these cars. So just to give you an idea of like the cars that came out in Forza Horizon 1 for barn finds, you had the Bugatti EB110, BMW M1, you had the Plymouth Cuda 426 Hemi, the Aston Martin DB5, the Aston Martin DB1, the Ferrari 250 te- uh, Testarossa, awesome car. You had the Jaguar D-Type, which was broken as fuck. <laughs> in Forza Horizon 3, but still fun. Mercedes-Benz 300 SL uh, Goldwing Coupe. And one of my all-time favorites that's ever existed, the Shelby Cobra Daytona Coupe. And I was going through these, and I'm like, God damn, these cars were amazing. And you go through the barn finds in Forza Horizon 5. Like, you go through the barn finds in all the other iterations, and they are all filled with just classics beautiful amazing vehicles and then you get to forza horizon 5 and it's shit i wouldn't even drive to a grocery store let alone a race i mean some of them were just trash the the really like really you only had like three maybe four that were decent and you had one out of those that was amazing in forza horizon 5 and that's the gto ferrari but don't get me wrong, listeners, there were things in the original Forza, like the very first Forza, even going into Forza 2, that were, you know, tough as nails. I mean, you had AI that was just mercilessly perfect. Yeah, you had AI that never made mistakes. It was just yeah, every line was perfect and stuff like that. And that was always in like the top four cars. Once you got past past the 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 rear and got up to the top four cars, those cars ran practically perfect. And you had to have clean running the entire time in order to beat those. 
you had uh, the showcases actually were kind of like like luster in the original Forza. You had showcases that were just, you know, you you had rival stars that were there that were star racers of the event and you were racing against them instead. They were essentially what your character is now in Forza. Uh, so those were the showcases for then. Uh, you had, you know, modifying was overly simplified in Forza Horizon. You had you you basically just bought a mod for a car. It installed it and you didn't have any tuning. You just it is what it is. It was mostly an arcader. The game was designed to be an arcade game uh, style thing or, or style racer rather than what we had with uh, Forza Motorsport at the time. Uh, there was no real free roaming. You didn't have places that you could go out into fields and you couldn't do a whole lot of shortcuts. There were some shortcuts you could take, but there was no way to really cheese anything in the original Forza like Horizon. Um, but because of that, you had more structure. You had things where you go to this race, you get this wristband, you unlock this, you unlock more races, you get this wristband, you unlock more races. It was all more built around progressing and becoming bigger, becoming a better uh, racer, becoming more popular. Uh so it always felt like you were, okay, here's the next thing I have to do. Here's the next thing I had to do. Uh, you you know, fast forward and slowly as we've gone along, going up through the Forza Horizon series, you have less and less structure of go to this, go to that. Forza Horizon 4 was the last one to have true structure, I feel like, because you had to go and unlock venues. You had to go and unlock events and stuff like that. And you actually had to make progress through the game in order to get certain things unlocked. You had to make progress in order to get the... Uh, you know, danger signs unlocked, speed zones, stuff like that. Forza Horizon 5, I was unlocking shit by not doing anything. Like any of the events, I was just doing random shit, just exploring. I was, you know, for for most of the game, when I started out, listeners, the, while we were chatting, while I was chatting with the guys online, I was getting XP boards. I was getting the fast travel boards. I was buying houses with money. I was just getting from doing stuff, you know, stuff around or stuff like that. Very few races uh, throughout the game. And I was just dangerous. Yeah, I was doing danger sides and I like I was getting uh, I was getting <laughs> Shut the fuck but, up, I, but I was getting progress throughout the entire thing without doing anything. And by the time the game launched, I had I had unlocked every venue and every event, all of it unlocked within five days. That's the fastest I've ever gone through that stuff. And I didn't I wasn't really racing anything. I wasn't really doing much. I felt like I wasn't actually making progress. It was just giving me these things and you're just being handed the keys to the castle. I'm like, here you go, go do this. Here you go. Here you go. And there was one point where it, the game had become so kind of, kind of glitched because I hadn't been doing stuff that when it finally let me, or finally had me go into the venue or the venue menu, which is a different map that you unlock the different sections of uh, yeah, that's Horizon. pointless. It feel yeah, absolutely feels pointless. And when it came up, it it had me sitting there for oh man, it must have been a good two minutes while I listened to this lady say the same thing over and over and over again to me because I kept unlock. I, I had unlocked everything, and she just was like sitting there saying, "Hi, Michael. Here's this. Hi, Michael. Here's this. Hi, Michael." And I was just like, "Oh my god, what the fuck is my? Is it a glitch? I couldn't figure it out, but it unlocked." every single venue that I had. And I just sat there, you know, opening them up, opening them up, opening up each, each mission that's supposed to unlock the uh, horizon uh, location. But I didn't even have to unlock the horizon location in order to get access to the rest of the stuff that was underneath it. It was kind of weird. And it felt like it feels like it's just kind of that there's no real, uh, uh, structure as miles has, has put it to me before when we were talking about it. Yeah. 
when I when I went through the series, listeners, three is still the all time best. Three is absolutely there's no argument there. Three is phenomenal. It had the best DLC ever created for Forza, and that's the Hot Wheels DLC. That I I went back to that yesterday, and I was having a blast. It was so much yeah. fun. Even Blizzard Mountain was was pretty fun. Yeah, like it was it was ruling, but it was fun. Yeah, <laughs> that that place is still rough. <laughs> still hard to go through. It's uh, you know, it steps up, it steps up the difficulty. It's harder to drive around in and your cars have to be tuned specifically for snow in those snow. conditions. Um, you go back oh, to, yeah. what was the one in, what was the one in four? the, the storm? Oh, storm Island. Storm Island. Yeah. yeah something like that. Yeah. yeah. That one was tough. It was all right. Yeah. yeah it reminded me of blizzard wet, mountain, wet pavement, but... tough to tough to race on. I was having a conversation with miles about this listeners and trying to figure out, I've been trying to figure out what it is that really turns me off about the environment for Forza horizon five and Forza horizon five overall feels very segmented and kind of bland because you have the dunes area, you have the jungle area, you have the marsh area, you have the volcano area and the uh, Canyon area. And you're sitting there going, man, this is just not, uh, it's not as diverse feeling throughout it, even though it's the largest map they've ever made. It's, uh, you know, supposedly 50% larger than Forza Horizon 4. But when you go back to Forza Horizon 4, it still feels larger. And I went back to Forza Horizon 2, which is an even smaller map than, than all of them except for one. It's just a little bit, it's just bigger than one and has more exploration opened up for it. So you can drive across plains areas and stuff like that. Really, really, really a lot of fun. And the area that you're driving through is so beautiful and so diverse. It's like, I showed pictures of it to miles and it's, uh, it's panoramic, like is what is, is the way that, uh, miles had put it is the fact that you can look from one side and see these hills and valleys, look through another one and see these massive looking like peak areas that are just, you know, they're just really big hills, but they're steep as hell. And then you look to your right and suddenly there's a, there's this town and villa down below next to an ocean and things constantly feel like they're changing. And it just seems like this wonderful environment to play in. And then you go back to five and five just feels like, all right, well it, while it's big, it just feels it's more artificial feeling. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I never thought I'd feel bored driving a, you know, 200 miles an hour through a jungle <laughs> and it's really kind of boring. Um, the other thing is that the other problem that Forza Horizon has now is that going from even from four, which you had to cheese a lot of shit to five, five is all about cheese. Like you do the story missions, the whole thing's about cheese. Like when you have the ones where you have to go take pictures of statues, you can't legitimately do that in the time they set listeners. You can't legitimately do it. It's not possible. I don't believe for one fucking second, anyone has done those straight up legit. I have gotten three stars on every single fucking story mission I've played on now. And I had to cheese the fuck out of most of them. And when I say cheese, like, the photo ones, you have to go and drive up to this circular area that's been designated of like, this is where you take the photo at. Uh, but they tell you specifically, like you're looking for a specific location or you're looking for a specific thing to take a photo in front of with the car that you're in. But as soon as you enter that, that purple area, pull up the fucking drone, move it into the, move it into that zone, take a photo and it'll complete the quest for you. And that's the only way you can get three stars. 
because by the time you get there in some, in most cases, by the time you get there, there's not enough time to find anything. There's not enough time to even get to the statue itself and still take the photo. It already drops you by the time you get there. Usually it's already down to two stars. So you're going, what the fuck? Like, how do you get three stars on this? Well, I found out it's because you fucking cheat. That's the way they designed it. They designed it that you have to cheese the, the fucking mission. And that takes away from what the game's about. The game should be about like legitimately doing things and wanting to get people to legitimately do them instead of finding us having to be creative about how we fucking cheat. There was one Miles did that was on the, uh, it was the, the Volkswagen one, the freaking Beetle. Yeah, the Vacho. The Vacho. And it had him, he was, he was going through this area that was a, it's a old hangar uh, section and they have this whole rally course set up and Miles did it legit. And it actually gives you enough, uh, 80%, well, 80% of it. Of it. Yeah. And, and they actually give you pretty much enough time in order to do it legit. And I saw, and I sat there going, since I'd been having to cheese fucking everything that I've been doing this with, I went, I'm going to see if I'm going to see if this is actually like you can, you actually have checkpoints. You have zero checkpoints listeners. I started off that race immediately gunned it through the jungle to the destination point And it counted it. I did it in 12 seconds for something that you get two minutes and 30 something seconds for. <laughs> and that right there, I was like, I cannot be the only one that thought this. And sure enough on the leaderboard, there's Justin at 19 seconds. And I went, yep. He thought the same thing. He, he had this realization of, Oh shit, I don't have to do that at all. I just cut through this and it'll give it to me. And there's another one that's, that's prior to that. that If you decide to do the other rally version, which takes you through the jungle and all these crazy things, you actually have check. You actually not really checkpoints, but it actually gives you a 10 second timer. If you leave the road, listeners, if, if you do that one, I cut across almost the entire fucking track. Because all you have to do is just touch the track and it resets the timer. So I just kept touching. I just kept touching the track, resetting the timer, going off the track and just cutting across the entire freaking field until I could complete it. And that's how that's how you get three stars because you can't get three stars. Otherwise, if you do it legit, you'll hit two stars just fine. If you if you cheat like I did, you'll get three stars. That's fucked up. Yeah, that that's that's part of that whole no structure that we're talking about. Yeah. Is it feels like they made this, you know, oh, some of these events anyways, where they forgot to install things like checkpoints and an actual system to, you know, promote that particular challenge. Yeah. Like it, accountability. You go you go back to yeah. Forza Horizon four and or even three, even two for that matter. And there are certain things where you absolutely it's designed specifically for you to cheese it. And it's things that are like off road. And it's like, okay, we want you to get to the destination as fast as possible and find your way around the map or through these obstacles in order to try and get there as quickly as you can. And they give you almost no time to do it. Listeners, there's some of the bucket list challenges for the old ones. God damn, are they fucking hard? Like oh, yeah. there, there were some that I barely passed by like even one second. And I was like, holy shit. And I had to try it over and over and over again. And I was navigating through trees that don't break, that don't snap away, even small trees that just fucking dead stop you. As opposed to this one where you can actually go through some shit. Even in four, you had that. Fuck, even, even three had some of that. Yeah. The weird one with this one is you have skinny trees in this one that will dead stop you. Yeah. But you can go through like telephone poles like they're hot. Yeah. 
there, <laughs> there, there's no consistency there. And uh, so because of that, like you, you kind of, it feels like you're, you're, I, in some cases it feels like you're robbing the game of a, a challenge that you, that you feel like should be a legitimate challenge. And then in some cases you're sitting there going, I have to fucking cheat. It's the only, it's the only option you've given me. Well, Mike, let's look, let's be honest about all this. You're using a game genie or game shark. (laughs) So of course the game's going to be, and I put this in quotes, easier. (laughs) Um, So, you know, he's just just upset about the danger signs. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I, I mean, I don't, I don't cheat. So it's harder, but, uh, the game in hard mode. I got it. I'm playing it on hard mode. The right mode. The right mode. Um, the holy mode. Yeah. As I like to call it. So, um, <laughs> you, you go through. No, the game is, it's buggy. It's, there's a lot of, it's like, honestly, I feel like they did what they do with a lot of games now is that, cool, we got this huge multiplayer section you guys should go play. Okay, here's your campaign, but here's this multiplayer. It's like, look at the shiny. Yeah. The shiny's over here. And you're just like, all right, dude. Like, I just don't want to play anymore. Thanks, man. Yeah, it just yeah, it, shoved it out the door so much. It, yeah, so much. It feels fucking lazy. It is. It's very lazy. So, um, yeah, that being said, it's not inherently a bad game. It's just not. No, very it's not good a bad game sequel. at all. No, no it's it's not. it's not. It's just it's not a very good entry into the franchise. Uh, Playground games. You hear this. If, if you want to know what good entries in your series were, go back and play. Forza Horizon 2, 3. Let's go back and play and 3. Let's go back and play 3. And uh, specifically 3 and its DLCs. and uh, 3 hit the sweet spot, and, uh, and they should have just stuck with that. And um, Hopefully the oh, next... And, I think and the I problem would like, is that it's... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, no, you go. I was go just going to say, I, I would also like to see uh, all their story missions. Uh, I would like to see them structured with times and uh, finishing times that are legitimately completable. And, or and actually a cheese. story mission. Yeah, and, and and that too. I would like I would like things to have structure and I would like things to be legitimately achievable without having to chase yeah. them. Like the fact that I can already I got everything unlocked and I can already start doing the gauntlets before everything else. That's that shouldn't be possible. Yeah, like I said, like, I, I literally right. have everything unlocked in the game. Everything. Yeah, but the I remember the gauntlet <laughs> or the marathon or whatever, the long race was the last thing you did. Well, and it's not the only one either. There's there's a gauntlet. There's uh yeah. There's like there's, five, there's one for each. Yeah. Level. There's one for each for each section. Section. And yeah. uh, you know they're all they're all different listeners, but you shouldn't be able to unlock those within like you know three fucking days. <laughs> no, <laughs> of, not of even the game. Like a day and a half. Yeah. Maybe two. Uh, I, yeah, and I I miss being able to uh, sign us up for a race and be able to tell you. What kind of vehicle is that permitted? Was so weird last night. Yeah, playing where with, it uh, is that's how it is for for all of them. Yeah, now. all you can all you can designate is the 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 class type, and that's it. Yeah, you can, you you know, and, and, and even then, it's best guess. Yeah, because we had yeah. that we had that four by four pickup, yeah. and it was like, hope you have something. Yeah, it was like a class four by four pickup listeners, and we were like, okay, well, we have some a class. Like we looked in our list and we looked for four by four pickups. That's the category, 
and we had some a class or a class and we even had some some ones that we went through and modified just to make sure we could actually participate in that and then when it comes to the race oh nope you only have one car that qualifies for this well that, that wasn't the that was yeah that wasn't a stipulation you didn't have any stipulation on it being a specific car or a specific type it was just here's the class and here's uh, here's the uh i the, i have a really funny feeling that's a bug I, that's got to be a glitch I don't know, man. Like, it's happened so often that stuff. I sit there and go, no, I, don't, I, know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, me and Justin were running into that problem last night when we were playing. Yeah. It's, it was weird. Yeah. It's on so I, many of you. If like, you're not going to give us a today. stipulation, then just let us pick wherever the fuck we want. Right? Right. Well, the, we did do that once where we had the A-class. What was it? A-class all out. That's any car. Any cars, that's an A-class. And I had one. And I was like, that's not true. I got like seven A-class cars. Yeah. And sure shit, I went through all my lists, and I have like seven or eight A-class cars, but it would only let me pick one. Yeah. I was like, why? Yeah, it was... If it's not, then it's not all out, or anything goes, is what they call it. Yeah, I mean, there listeners, there's some good things about it. I mean, the visually, it's a very beautiful game. It's uh, It's... The, the environment, as bland as it is, is incredibly rendered. Um, there are improvements to how the cars look. The cars look look and run very well. Uh, the voice acting is good. There are things that are, that are good in it, but there are so many things that just go against what we've come to expect from a franchise that we're just like, ah, oh, man, this is just not a good entry. I'm so, really concerned about the DLC. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I agree. Uh, like, I I'm, mean, I'm really concerned on like where they're going to go with the DLC. Yeah, we we we've been OK with buying the DLCs listeners in the past, because after three, when they had the drop of like, oh, and the next DLC is Hot Wheels and we lost our fucking mind. After seeing that, like it was like, OK, I'm OK with the surprise of what you want to bring up. Then Horizon 4 came out and we had the Lego uh, entry and while that was awesome that we were looking forward to it, it wasn't quite what we expected because we expected something that yeah, was, wasn't really flushed. Out. Yeah, we expected something flushed out like what we got with Hot Wheels. And now that we're going in Forza Horizon 5 and Forza Horizon 5, which should be a step in the right direction and is just kind of a mediocre entry, it's understandable to have kind of lowered expectations for what the DLC is going to be. Yeah, I'm kind of curious what they're going to go with because they can't really. I don't think they'll do Hot Wheels or Legos again. Yeah. Um, just because Hot Wheels has their own racing game now. Yeah. Which apparently is actually really good and a lot of fun. Because uh, <laughs> it's like pure arcade. But I don't know. I haven't gotten to play it yet. Yeah, I've heard mixed um, things on that. See, I've heard it's a lot of fun, but besides Miles's laughter, I could be wrong. <laughs> I've heard it's boring as fuck. Yeah, that's, really? That's what he's heard. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I literally watched guys play it and like, this game is fucking terrible. I'm so fucking bored. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the fucking zip lining episode from fucking South Park. <laughs> I'm so fucking bored! Woohoo! All right, nice zip! Well, how was it, Cartman? Totally fucking stupid, dude. Oh, really? I don't know. I don't know what the hell they're gonna do. I I gotta think it's gonna. One of them's gonna involve that fucking volcano, micro machine. <laughs> that would be dope. Yeah. No. But cool. I got so I got a feeling it's gonna involve that fucking volcano. Are they gonna make like a track that's inside the giant van? 
because I'll play that. <laughs> I forgot about that thing. I mean, I'm enjoying it. I'm having fun with it. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully, like I said, I hope six will go to Japan. I want them to go to Japan so fucking bad. Yeah, I don't know why they chose Mexico. <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't know what. I don't know what the resistance that is going on over at Playground Games of not wanting to use Japan. But God damn, the two games in a row you've ref- now actually three games in a row you have refused to go to Japan because the Japan rumor came out after two. Right. After two, it was always like, oh, my gosh, what if they go to Japan, then Australia? Okay. It was great. Don't get me wrong. Australia, Australia was, amazing, was awesome. Yeah. And then after that, with four, dude, they're get, they got to go to Japan now. Japan's going to be awesome. They're going to go <laughs> to Japan. It's going to be great. And then we're going England. to England. Why? Uh, All right. Uh, Long Island. I mean, you know, Aston Martins. Okay. <laughs> like uh, Aston Martins, McLaren. Like, sweet. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. Okay. After England. Well, they just did. They just did England. It's a, it's an island. The next one's got to be Japan. Japan. It's got to be Japan. It's going to be Japan. They they show off a volcano. Oh my God! It's Japan. It's Mexico. But, oh, what? Can you imagine the barn finds for Japan a game set in Japan? Yes, oh, I can, <laughs> dude. I can't. Can, can you imagine? Can you Holy imagine the hell. bar finds for Mexico? Listeners, here's oh. the thing. Most of the barn finds, like I said, have been amazing. And in all the other iterations, and especially when you had like when you got to England, you had a lot of Aston Martins when, you know, when you were in uh, two with with Italy and France, you had a lot of European just classics, great cars. Uh, and then, you, you know, you, you have three, you had uh, three with the uh, the the Vauxhall uh, you had. Uh, you had you had a couple of you had, duds, you had in a there, couple of but... duds in there, but most of them were pretty fucking amazing throughout. And then you get to Mexico, and I went Mexico like barn finds. Listeners, Mexico is not known for its cars for good yeah, reason. Tons of forts <laughs> for very good the reason. They're 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 not known for their cars and uh, and Volkswagens. Yeah, Volkswagen Beetles, some Fords, um, one Renault. And uh, uh, two Ferrari. Uh, but I mean, it, w- what I'm saying is like what they're known for. And then you had like this random like, OK, here's a GTO thrown in there. Here's a uh, F40 Toyota truck thrown in there. Uh, well, the Baja truck, I can I can understand. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm not big on Baja well, trucks, but I, I get it. Yeah. yeah uh, the trophy trucks. I like but, uh, them. You know, it's it was one of those things where I was just like, OK, well, what are we supposed to expect from the barn finds from Mexico? And uh, if you're a fan of uh, Richard Hammond, you know why I'm saying this. <laughs> uh, they're not known for their cars, and most of the cars that they've made are shit. Yeah. And uh, that's just true. And the thing that was the biggest surprise, I think, out of everything was that there was not one El Camino yeah, in the I barn finds. And I laughed fucking my that. fucking ass off. There's there's even a, a, a race. Well, I don't even, it's not even really a race. There's there's an event called El Camino, yeah. and it has nothing to do with it. Has it. nothing to do with it. El Camino. Uh, it has to do with like the the goddess El Camino. Those are the those are the photo ones. Um, right. Yeah. And uh, I just laughed. I was like, "This is fucking ridiculous." So yeah, I like how how could you like how could you bypass Japan for so fucking long? 
Like, oh, dude, I can only imagine like I can only hope for Japan. Badass sure fucking badass. cars. God, like finding like old school like Coral like Toyotas, old school Nissans, Mitsubishi's. Yeah, like, Celica GT4. Some of the, you could have you know the uh, uh, what the uh, the VR the VR the VR uh, for the VR4 Mitsubishi, Mitsubishi Yeah, like you could have just yeah. tons dude, of great cars. Literally any skyline. Any Skyline, yeah. any of the old school like Drift Corollas and Supras. Um, yeah, dude. On top like, of that, the list would be. On fucking top of that, endless. listeners, imagine a imagine a showcase in Japan where you have to race the Bullet Train, or you have to race down Mount Fuji and yeah. or, uh, no. or Fiji. Hear me out, and I'll accept this is DLC. It's Fuji. Fiji's a place. Thank you. I thought I was <laughs> you're good. Right the first time, I, I'd be willing to pay five bucks for this. Tokyo Drift soundtrack. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, dude, if it doesn't start out with ting, 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 yeah. ting, 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 I ting, might ding, lose my shit. You knew exactly yeah. where I was going. If with that happens, this. I, I would just die laughing. I'd be like, this is being actually amazing. I want one of the DLC. I want one of the DLC cars to be the Mustang that they use in the final race. Yeah. That fucking that'd amalgamation. Be, that'd be great. Yeah. You know, East versus yeah, East, East, East West. You, like that. Those, yeah. And they've those done it. Things. They've done the Fast and the Furious stuff before. Yeah. But you gotta do Japan next. Like I, I, I mean, I'm with everybody else. I don't know how you have not hit Japan yet. Yeah, the biggest cult culture in all the world. Yeah, I will tell you this right now, Playground. If you choose China over Japan, or Dubai, or 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 you know, if you choose, really at this point, I think if you choose anything over Japan, I might not pick up the next game. That's a good, yeah. That's a good possibility even for me too. I think one set in uh, the the majority of Africa would be pretty cool. I it's feel a, like that would yeah. be a lot like Australia though. Yeah, see that's the thing Probably. too. Watch, the next one's going to be like fucking Russia. I mean the the, <laughs> the car list for Africa would be pretty short, so you'd have the Toyota Helix. Germany would be Ooh. And that's it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You started good, and I was like, "Yeah, the Hilux," and then you're like, "And that's it." Yeah, that, that's really yeah, all you the need. Hilux, <laughs> right? <laughs> that's all we got. You just keep you just keep modding and demodding it per class Watch when ne- you have the race. Next one just takes place in Antarctica. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, machine guns or rocket <laughs> pods are optional, right? The only the only other countries, I mean, you got to pick the really big car culture uh, countries. Like Germany would be the next one, like. You know, getting on the Autobahn and stuff like that. Like, you got to hit that kind of stuff. Yeah. But, like, honestly, if you do not do Japan next, you're fucking kicking yourself in the teeth. Yeah, it's a waste. It's a waste of a time uh, opportunity. Yeah. I just wouldn't look forward to how much uh, drift challenges would probably be in that one. <laughs> yeah, and I suck at drift. Oh, God, I suck. So bad at yeah. drift. I fucking, you know. There's 30% of the game I'm not going to touch. Yeah, actually, <laughs> you know, bring back the bucket list and have a bucket list challenge where you have to drive a RX-7 through to or through the middle middle of Tokyo. Oh, dude, and, the and highway system. It. That's the one I want to race on the most because they used to have the old uh, Tokyo Zero games and mod, import tuner games yeah. that took place in Japan, and they were all about the highways of Tokyo and mm-hmm. racing and everything like that. I want that, but in Forza yeah. horizon and doing all that, the call cut, the car culture. It, I mean, it, that's just, that just screams like buy me now. 
Yeah. Like, I don't understand how you, yeah. <laughs> when they did say people have been Mexico, Tokyo I'm like, since, uh, since after cool. two. So yeah. And I mean, fucking, you know, Japan just after two and not getting it. All right. Well, this is fucking weird. I don't really like racing games as much as I used to, but if they announced that they were going to do one set in Japan, that's an instant buy for me. Yeah, dude. It's not like it's going to be. I, I just, I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah. Anyway. It's the highway system or any. Oh, man. It'd be a blast. Yeah. Anyways, listeners, uh, I, I, I will go around. We'll, we'll go with, uh, you know, with everybody and find out, like, what do you think? You know, buy, borrow, Ben, that kind of deal. Uh, I say. If you're looking at buying it, wait, wait for it to go, go super cheap, go for Ben. And, uh, if you're looking at getting game pass, wait for them to at least, uh, put out the update and find out when that happens. So what do you guys think? Loach? Uh, that's really, uh, <laughs> I, uh, Loach goes with, Arnold. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's really hard for me to not say buy because it was actually. I mean, I had I got it. I got the Game Pass, but I just bought the Premium Edition. Yeah, so did I. And I, yep. I'm okay with it. So I, I would have been more pissed if I bought the hundred dollar. If I had paid the full price, I would have been even more mad. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I mean, it's still to me. If you have the Game Pass, then yeah, just buy the Premium Edition. I think you'd be all right. Miles, pretty much in the same boat as you. Uh, glad I didn't buy it. Um, you got Game Pass, cool. Don't get Game Pass specifically for it. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, yeah, Ben. Um, I I was slightly regretting getting the VIP like after the first day. Yep. I was like, this might have been a mistake. So, yep. Yeah, I would, I would wait if you're not going to be able to play it on Game Pass. Yeah, that's definitely a lesson learned. I'll wait for Forza Horizon 6 to actually come out and decide that. They've been worth it every single uh, iteration oh, yeah. past two times. You know, so yeah, it's like, so, okay, I mean, if, yeah. And that's and I also take that in consideration, too. This is kind of the one of the, yeah, they the had first some times faith. where I was like, eh, okay. Maybe we didn't hit the mark. Cool. All right, let's hope they rebound the next one. You know, but like I said, if they come out and it's like Forza Horizon Russia, then I'm kind of done. Yeah. <laughs> like, Honestly, if I could get the refund for the VIP, I'd take it. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I go that far, but that's fair. Um, next up, Miles, you have uh, Far Loan Sales. You played that. Yeah, game came out in 2018, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, uh, this past year or the year prior, I can't quite remember which, they had announced a uh, another installment to that game. And it, you know, came back on my radar because of that. And I was like, oh, yeah, I really wanted to check this out. It looked like a great indie game. And so I was in my wish list and uh, noticed that it was no longer at 20 bucks. It was three dollars and 74 cents on uh, Microsoft's uh, site. So I went ahead and bought it. You can beat the game and you take as much time as I did. Probably about two hours, okay. two and a half hours. Um there's an achievement in there for completing it in 99 minutes, and you could probably easily do that if you know what you're doing. Uh, there's no tutorial, so it just kind of throws you into it, but it's very easy to pick up. Uh, and it, it's a great little like meditative uh, kind of story adventure game. Right. Uh, but $3.74, you can't fucking beat that. So if it's on sale and you're curious about it, check it out. And that was on uh, Xbox? 
Okay. Yeah, I think it's on like fucking everything, but that's the one that the sales on the the sales on. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Uh, Next up, Miles and I watched Red Notice last night on Netflix. It is the new uh, heist adventure movie that stars Dwayne Johnson, uh, Ryan Reynolds and Gal Gadot. And yes, it is Gadot listeners. If you've been saying Godot, you've been saying it wrong. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, yeah, I mean. It was it was fun. We had a good time. They had some very yeah. good comedic moments. Oh yeah, it's overall it's pretty pretty fucking hilarious. Especially the cook. Uh, typical, yeah, <laughs> typical typical Ryan Reynolds, you know, witty banter that we're accustomed to. Mm-hmm. So uh, they yeah you know, they worked out really well together, and you know I could see another one coming out of it, and I would probably definitely watch it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was a little on the fence because it's Netflix. So like, eh. like six underground was fucking terrible. <laughs> they they are super hit or miss and mostly miss, yeah. especially when it comes to their movies. Uh, but yeah, it was a good time. There was a ludicrous moment at the beginning that should get you in the right mindset that I missed apparently. Cause when I came back, <laughs> miles sat there and goes, so there, they have this uh, egg not really a Faberge egg. It's a golden egg and it's been sitting in a museum. And to prove that it has been already stolen, apparently the main character, right? Uh, Dwayne Johnson. Uh, yeah. Um, dumps a thing of Coke, Coca-Cola on it and it dissolves instantly. And, uh, miles and I, <laughs> miles and I had a good chuckle at that. And miles was just sitting there. Like, it doesn't matter what the fuck it was made out of. There's nothing on this planet that could make it dissolve like that, that quickly. Yeah. Yeah, um, it would be fucking wafer salt. It wouldn't have dissolved that fucking fast and that thoroughly. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it was it, it's pretty funny. But the you know, the rest of it was entertaining and uh, fun. Don't look don't look for Dwayne Johnson to be like the, uh, you know, the big action star that you've seen him in other stuff. This is more kind of along the lines of. Uh, the comedic stuff that you can that you've seen him in where it's yeah. it's more about the. Think- the camaraderie, the the humor that's taking place on screen. Yeah. I equate it to almost the rundown. Is Kinda, what it is. Yeah. 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 It's I was gonna say it looked more like central intelligence with rock and Kevin Hart, like the banter. Uh, it's uh, the, I, to me, the banter is better than that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's kind of funny. I, mean, it's What's Ryan really Reynolds, f- I get that. The rock is funny. <laughs> I mean, he, he's, he's got some really good, comedic delivery oh yeah uh but you pair him with ryan reynolds i'm like yeah that's gonna be awesome yeah it, you pair you pair those two up they, they it's a good combination it's got some of the good banter that you had in hobbs and shaw between the two of them uh <laughs> at the fucking diner, the diner that's and shit yeah it, it's got it's yeah. got some of that going on and the other nice thing is that since he's paired with ryan reynolds you're not you're you're not getting this impression that the rock is this monster of a human being compared to everybody else that he's around don't get me wrong he's a big guy but they pair him up with other people that are equal in height, sometimes taller, even sometimes bigger and showing off that like, no, he's there's, there's, there's people in this world that actually can kind of dwarf him a little bit or bring him down to size. And in that kind of gives him a more normalized feel throughout the film. 
Uh, right. Although there Instead is one part where evening. there is one part where he gets into a Porsche and Miles instantly went bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way he just walked over to that and fit inside that car because you know, yeah. say what you want. I was like, who was the, driving it before the, 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 the rock? Not a nor, not not an average height human being, and he's not an average size so. human being. So getting into a Porsche like that's like watching Josiah just walk over to a random car randomly in a parking lot, get into and a get Jetta, into it, and just drive <laughs> get away. Into a Jetta. Yeah, and just drive away. And you're like, there's no way that would happen. Uh, well, that's like, well, the, they made fun of that part also in Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, when he got into the uh, the Aston Martin, or no, it wasn't the Aston Martin. What was he driving? I forgot. But the supercar. Yeah, and they made. Hobbs get into it and he's like I can't get into that thing yeah. like they were cracking jokes about it yeah like, you can just like walk into a Porsche That's yeah cool. it, it was yeah, yeah it was it was a funny <laughs> moment for for just watching it because of the, the commentary that came from Miles for it uh but uh yeah we did point out or Vargo pointed out it would be really fucking funny though if a uh, another WWE star it came out like not my Porsche. <laughs> yeah, I would I would have laughed my ass off. It would have been funny if it was like, like the big. Sh- you know, if it was like the big, the big show. show or fucking <laughs> yeah. Steve Austin comes out. I was like not again <laughs> or some shit like that. That would have been great. Um, it, it would have sold that a little bit more and would have been funny. But uh, fucking like Triple H and shit. <laughs> yeah, so it it's a good you know it's a good good time. We we enjoyed it. Uh, we hope they do. We do hope they make they make a sequel. Yeah. So it was a good, good com or good combination of uh, uh, actors and uh, chemistry. Oh, I'm sold with Ryan Reynolds. So yeah, I mean, and we it's were four or six feet under, and that that movie was trash. Uh, <laughs> oh, is that the one where he got buried alive? No, no, six six no. underground. That's what it was. Six underground. Six was, underground. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's uh, I think it's, it's the Michael Bay one. It's a Michael Bay one. It was terrible. <laughs> yeah, but the one where he was buried alive was actually that was really good. I haven't seen that I one. Fucking hated yeah, it. I that's <laughs> one of those that I, I saw it. the preview and I was like, I bet this is gonna be good. I'm not watching it. <laughs> I liked For it. For me, it was so it was boring. <laughs> really? Yeah. I enjoyed it. Uh next up, listeners, I have Antlers. I went and saw that in theaters, and uh that is the movie that I've been waiting for a long time for since it was very ever shown off about a year ago. Uh, actually, uh, originally shown off like a year and a half ago, and it was delayed and then delayed again, and then you know, fucking COVID hit, and that that was all she wrote. Uh, <laughs> so it finally came out. It's uh, produced by Guillermo uh, Guillermo del Toro, who uh, it's a story based off of a short story I think called The Lonely Boy. Um, it's a movie that involves Wendigos and listeners. One thing about me is Wendigos are some of my favorite uh, creatures in lore, uh, especially North American lore. The idea behind them, the just the the crazy shit that can come about is one of the main reasons why I love Until Dawn, uh, the game so much. And uh, I was really looking forward to this movie. And while don't get me wrong, the creature is badass. The way that they do the special effects mirrored with uh, practical effects is really well done. And there are some really good payoff moments. Overall, the film is very, very boring. And that's a problem. It turned from like I went in expecting a creature feature. And what I got was more of a dramatic telling of family and certain themes around uh, child abuse and stuff like that it takes forever for it to pick up. So it's a super slow burn. And uh, 
while it starts out very promising in the very beginning, it loses all of that promise very quickly as it just tries to tell a story of this kid who is dealing with something that I don't know how a child would ever come out normal after this. Uh, but at the, you know, from the beginning to the end, you're like, fuck man, this is ridiculously rough for this kid to go through, but it's not even, it's, it's not even on the same level of like drama as Pan's Labyrinth. Cause even Pan's Labyrinth was rougher to go through, but Pan's Labyrinth was consistently entertaining. So it doesn't even hit that kind of levels. It's just, it's a bit of a letdown. You go in expecting a creature feature, you walk out or you, you end up watching a drama for the most part. And the creature is just kind of a side note because of that. I I'd have to say it's not really worth seeing in theaters. Unfortunately, I don't even know if it's one I'll own. If you watch it, just expect it to be a super slow burn. After that, I went and saw the Eternals. I went in with the lowest possible expectations I have ever gone into an MCU movie, even lower than uh, than Shang Chi. And Shang Chi is actually decent. Uh, it's actually a fun movie. Has some questionable moments in it <laughs> overall, but for the most part, it's an entertaining film. And uh, while they changed everything about the Legend of the Ten Rings uh, for it and uh, the man the Mandarin entirely, uh, it was still something that you you could enjoy even as a fan of the comic books. The Eternals is one of those things where if you know, uh, if you know even just a little bit about the Eternals, but you know enough about the Celestials, you know enough about Deviants, which is kind of a big deal uh, in the MC or the uh, the Marvel uh, comic books, not the not the MCU yet, then you will watch the Eternals and go, this is nothing like anything that I know about. And that is true The nothing about the Eternals is even close to the comic books except for some of their abilities and even some of their abilities is just, it's kind of ridiculous because the way the Eternals work in the comic books is that they all actually have each other's abilities. They can all do everything that they, that they have all superhuman or superhuman strength, superhuman speed, uh, you know, lasers from their eyes, that kind of stuff. The there's only a few things that are different about them and they keep those character traits in there. Like uh, one of them being able to be, a machinist and he can build anything he wants. Uh, he's, you know, an engineer. Um, the other ones would be like some of them, you know, one of them has mind control. Not all of them have that in the comic books. So there are certain things that they give them in this case, what the way they boil it down is that each eternal has their own specific ability and that's pretty much it. There's not a shared ability amongst them, which is weird. Um, if you know anything about them going in, going, all right, well, none of them have each other's abilities. They're all different. So that's kind of, that's kind of odd. But the thing that's really the biggest distraction for me watching it was the way that they treated the celestials and the way that they treated the deviants. So listeners in the comic books, the deviants are any race that has been manipulated or changed by the celestials and uh, creates a new evolution of that species. Uh, Thanos is a deviant. And uh, they specifically ask in the movie, why didn't you guys do anything about Thanos? Now, that's also another problem in the subplot for it, but I can't do that with, I can't talk about that without giving spoilers. Uh, but they specifically say, we didn't go after Thanos because we only, the, only, the only thing we're permitted to go after are deviants. And the way that they treated deviants is this, is instead of them being this offshoot evolution of whatever species the Celestials fuck with, instead they are these synthetic being creatures that were sent to planets and show up on planets and kill sentient life. And they're more animalistic than 
anything else. They're not really intelligent. So yeah, very, very, very different. And uh, when they showed off some of the celestials in the, the movie, I was kind of confused because all the celestials pretty much looked exactly the same. Whereas that would directly contradict uh, what we've seen from even guardians of the galaxy where the celestials are all different. Uh, I mean, you have uh, nowhere, which is uh, a uh, location that, that takes place in the head. They, uh, the head of a celestial. Yeah. Uh, and the head of the celestial is nothing like what the celestials you see in the Eternals. Uh, they all, like I said, they all kind of look the same. The, the three eye holes on a giant rock like being is what they all look like in, uh, in this. So you, you find out how celestials are made, nothing like how they're made in the comic books. In fact, they're the celestials in, in the comic books are nothing like they, they have them depicted in this, uh, even, um, or even guardians of the galaxy. So uh, all of it kind of comes off as well. This isn't what we know so far or what we know of so far. And this is all kind of very different and, doesn't seem to be going anywhere. Uh, when I came out of the movie, I felt like it wasn't really a movie that, that needed to be made in all honesty, uh, especially when you have the two characters that are, that are kind of the part of the, the last two scenes of the film, which are the two and, you know, two end credits uh, scenes introduce characters that uh, no one knows. <laughs> uh, you have, Characters that know that that no one knows and that no one will even understand why they're being shown off, uh, especially since they've changed so much about what the Eternals are and what they're what they're where they're going with them uh, in this series that you're going to go, OK, what the fuck? Why is this person? In it? If you're a fan of the comic books, you're going to be really confused because it, there's no you don't really think there's any place there they, they can go with it from this point. Uh, for one and then the other one is uh i will say I, i'll just go ahead and spoil it it's black knight from from marvel comics and that is obscure as fuck that's cool though <laughs> that's really cool i was like all right well cool because <laughs> if you've uh, read any of his stories he's actually a really cool character so oh yeah there's no argument there it's right, just but super black obscure. knight go after moon isn't he a part of the moon knight's He's kind of like an offshoot. He's a kind of villain, kind of ally, depending on. It's a it's it's more about the cursed blade that that's associated with him and his family. Yeah. And it's Uh, not even one person all the time. It's (laughs) no, it's it's multiple people. Yeah. Uh, So it's it's one of those things where you're like, okay. And then there's other people who are saying that the voice that speaks to him is blade. And I you can't confirm that because the person that talks to him is off screen. Uh, So. Well, they just announced the whole moon. They just showed off Moon Knight yesterday. Yeah. In that travesty that they called a Disney Plus day. <laughs> what a fucking waste of time. Yeah, we'll have to talk about we'll have to talk about Disney Plus day about next, that week. next week. But uh, yeah. yeah, it it in the end, listeners, the thing that really kind of bugged me while watching the Eternals wasn't the fact that it was even so different or that it felt like a movie that didn't need to be made. It was the fact that as I was going through it. And I did not know most of the stuff that was that I was watching. I didn't know about the gay couple. I didn't know about the girl who was deaf. I didn't know about any of the characters or that. Well, I shouldn't say any of the people that were playing the characters. And uh, I felt like I was watching Marvel, the representation film. And uh, 
you know, just, just, just watching the Marvel's Marvel's checklist going one by one by one by one as they went down. And I suddenly realized while I was watching it, when it came to the gay couple as to why people were sitting there going and, and losing their shit about how it was, the film was being edited for the middle East. Well, the reason why people were losing their shit for it is because the gay couple is specifically a black character and an Arabic character. And uh, yeah, that would ruffle a few feathers. If you know anything about the Middle East? Uh, they throw homosexuals from towers, literally, and kill them for just the fact that they have a different sexual preference. So imagine my shock at the fact that, oh, that's why you guys had to edit it so extremely. Uh, because you'll. They, they would ex- they would edit it for those areas regardless, listeners, regardless of who's involved. But uh, they don't even want the Middle East to know who the characters were uh, involved in this because they, they decided to go with this as their their choice for representation. It's not intolerance on my end. It's the it's a it's the intolerance of what happens there. And to for me to sit there and go, wow, like what what were you guys like? I just want to know from Disney. What were you guys thinking? Were you trying to show acceptance here in the States? Because I would say, yeah, we, we don't care for most of us. I'd say most of us don't care, but I I don't know what you were thinking when you were making a movie that was supposed to be a worldwide release and you knew that that was an issue in some of the countries you were trying to appeal to, because I mean, it's not like DC where they were like, all right, we're going to choose Gal Gadot. And she's going to be Wonder Woman. And because of that, we're knowingly doing this, knowing that we can't air this film in certain countries because they are anti-Semitic. Like that's, that was just a fact of Wonder Woman, of the fact that because it was a Jewish actress, a Hebrew actress playing that part, they couldn't show it in other countries that were against Israel. That's the reason why they wouldn't air the, show or air the film. But DC knew that. They knew that they were choosing her, that that was going to be an issue, and they went with it anyways. Thumbs up for that. Say fuck you to those countries. In this case, Disney's having to mass- massively edit the film. Even more so, one of the characters is the main character in the film, and you're having to edit out this entire whole, like this this entire uh, family scene, entire section, just because you want to make sure you can show it there too. By the way, you're also going to have to edit out that entire uh, section of that guy and his family because uh, it's not going to be accepted in China anymore either. So you're just not going to air the film in China. Oh, wait, I forgot. You can't air the film in China because the director you chose has said multiple things about China. In their own personal life. And as a result, China won't let let, let the film be aired. Like this is the this is the game that Disney's been playing, and now they're kind of having to sit in their own stew of like, oh shit, we made we made bad choices for ourselves by catering to these people for so fucking long that now we're having to to make these massive edits. Now we're not allowed to show our film, and meanwhile the rest of us are like, or you could have just you know followed the fucking roadmap. Yeah, not up. Yeah, not placate, and not placate. You could have just said, fuck it, we're not going to worry about what you guys think. We're not going to worry about what this group thinks. We're not going to do that. Like the film felt like it was more concentrating on the relationships and the people in the, the people in the film rather than telling me a story. So while I was going through it, I'm like, here's a checklist. It's very odd. 
and I, I tried to go in with this expectation of I'm going to see a film. It's just going to be fun and I'm just going to enjoy it. I'm not going to know. I'm not going to know anything about it from the media of what they're saying about it. I'm going to go with media blackout and I'm going to try and enjoy this. And I have a minimal amount of knowledge about the Eternals. And I have more knowledge about the Celestials and Deviants, but that's for other reasons uh, because they're more involved in other parts of the uh, comic book pantheon. Um, but because of that, I was watching a film that wasn't what I expected. It was nothing like the comic books. And I was seeing it as, it, you know, Marvel's agenda, the film, instead of enjoying the movie. Now, I will say it's better than Marvel, Captain Marvel. And it's thousands of times better than Iron Man 3. That's still the worst in the entire fucking MCU, in my opinion. I hate that movie with a passion. Um, for my own reason. I think the only thing I like about I, I the only thing I like Iron Man 3 about is his relationship with the kid. <laughs> okay. I can see that. Um yeah, so <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, it's uh, it, listeners if you want to know if you want to have a better grasp as to why I hate Iron Man 3, uh why easily watch uh the honest trailers for Iron Man 3. It's pretty much spot this, on. Uh, Captain Marvel was okay. Captain Marvel's not, you know, like I said, Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel's a decent film, but it's the second worst in the entire MCU. I mean, that's, that's where I place it. And when I place all the MCU, it's the second worst. Yeah. I even put Black Widow above it. And Black Widow is a pointless movie. Uh, well, yeah, now technically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it it should have come out years ago, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's okay. It's not, not the worst film I've ever seen, but it is what it is. Uh, I, but I wouldn't recommend seeing the Eternals. If you're a fan of the, if you're a fan of the, the comic books, you're going to go see a movie. That's nothing like what you're expecting. If, uh, if you know anything about the celestials, if you know anything about the deviants, you're going to walk out going, what the fuck was that? And I'll, overall, I mean, it's I'll, just not, I'll end a, up picking it's it not, up. it's not worth a movie ticket. In my opinion. Yeah. I'll end up picking it up. Cause I'll just have it with the rest of my collection of, Marvel movies. Yeah, you don't want it to be to go empty. No, I got it. No, absolutely not. Yeah, I've gone this long. (laughs) Why stop now? (laughs) Yeah. So, listeners, the last thing I want to cover, and uh, I know we've gone on really long. Dagashi Kashi. It is a anime about um, a a snack shop and a kid in a snack shop, and his father wants him to take over the shop and be the ninth uh, generation leader. It's a fun show. It's funny. It's kooky. It's got a. It's got a. You know. Funny cast of characters, uh, but he ends up meeting a girl who comes in and wants to recruit his father to work for her company, who which is a they're a snack company. They make uh, some of those popular snacks in uh, Japan, and uh, she wants to hire him because she wants him to create a shop in their hometown that is much like the shop that he has in their town currently. Uh, and it's part of part of the reason is because of how he treats customers and how he gets along with kids and gets customers in and creates loyalty with how he treats them and stuff like that. So she wants to recruit him, but she can't because the kid will not take over the shop for his father and wants to become an, a, a uh, manga artist. So it's about her using different tactics and trying to bring out his love for snacks with every episode. And the first season, every episode's like 24 you know, 23, 24 minutes. Uh, they're all funny and fun. The second season is much quicker because they changed the episode length from that to uh, about 12 minutes. So they cut them in half. 
don't know, don't really know why I'm assuming for cost and just trying to uh, get through the story, uh, the story quicker on a uh, more limited budget. Um, but it's, it's a fun show. If you like comedy and you are into slice of life for anime, I, I'd say it's worth the watch. I wouldn't, it's not anything I'd necessarily own, but it's, it's something I'd go through once and you know, it's a good time. Yeah. That's uh that's all I got for, for anime this week. All right, let's go ahead and uh, close it out. This is Vargo. This is Josiah. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> this is Lunch. Keep on geeking on. All right, now we'll do the intro. Welcome okay. to the Geek Out Heroes. <laughs> you know why we're not going to do the intro? Because we should have done it right the first time. <laughs> that should have been my answer right there. <laughs> we should have done it right the first time. Fuck it. Stop it. Doing it live. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha